Hey guys, Sleeper Kid here. Uh, it's the 2nd of May, 2016, and um, you're about to hear uh, the podcast we shot, or uh, filmed, or whatever, I don't, fuck, <laughs> we recorded, um, it's early, uh, with uh, Addie Juniper, who is, uh, you know, just one of the best known fetish actresses out there, and has been a, a really long-time personal friend, and I think you guys are really going to dig it. Um, I wanted to make a quick announcement in... Um, Reference to some of you guys have sent me emails, messages about the sound quality on the podcast, how it's at times a little quiet and hard to hear. Uh, the reason is because I am just using um, uh, the, uh, I believe it's the H4N Zoom, which is a recorder you would use for simple interviews. Uh, but it does record really well. However, you guys are absolutely right. It doesn't do the job the way it should. So I, um, I've already ordered um, uh, several uh, mic attachments um, and uh, basically making it so everybody's going to be individually mic'd and monitored. So this should be the last one where you hear it just through the uh, the handheld. Uh, but I did my best to make sure that everybody was very easy to hear, um, and I hope it worked out. So without further ado, um, enjoy this podcast. Hey guys, Sleeper Kid here. Uh, we are back with another episode of our podcast, Wrestling with Fetish. Um, today, unfortunately, uh, the lovely Miss Velvets will not be joining us. She is, uh, oh, Jesus, buried under work um, and tired as shit. So uh, today, uh, it's going to be my pleasure to speak to and hang out with the lovely Addie Juniper. Now, um, if you guys have been living in a cave and you don't know who she is, um, I can give you, uh, just from my perspective, uh, one of the best models I've worked with. Um, she does, I think, I mean, you, you, you do a little bit of everything, like in terms of, you don't really stick to one particular fetish, am I correct, in terms of what you shoot? No, I do a little bit of everything. So it's, That's yeah. right. I have some that I specialize in more, but mm. yeah, I've pretty much done everything. And we'll get to that too. Uh, but a lot of your fans, I think, like you because you've done, uh, like I said, a little bit of everything. You've You've, uh, you've touched on a lot of different kinds of, of productions, and uh, so, you know, the fans that do know you know you because of that, and I do too. Um, for those who know what I do, Addie does some great stuff here at uh, Super Kids World, a lot of great wrestling stuff. The Knockout Fetish as well. You've worked for Jacqueline Velvets as well a few times. So yeah. You've done the sleepy stuff. Uh, a lot of our fans crisscross, I think, because of that particular genre. But um, since some of these guys might not know who you are... Um, Kind of give me um, your version of, of like where you're at right now with your productions and what you do. And also feel free to plug your own sites and stuff like that. Okay, well, I guess the main thing that I do is I shoot clips for cell videos. Um, I shoot for other producers, but I also shoot my own. Mm -hmm. And my main thing would probably be tickling. Mm. So that's kind of what I'm focusing on now is getting like brand new girls and tickling them and having them tickle me. Okay. That's right. what I'm focusing on because that's yeah, always been my main too. bread and butter. That, yeah, I forgot that you... Well, I used to shoot a lot of ball busting, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my favorite. Um, right. So, yeah, uh, that is a thing. Um, it's a huge thing, actually. It ties into wrestling a little yeah. bit. Yeah, no, yeah. Big <laughs> Fighting. Um, we'll get to the first time you told me a bit that that was even a thing. <laughs> that's a pretty good story. He but... found out because I just kicked him. <laughs> no. That's true, wasn't Whoa, it? Oh, okay. I no, think it actually, was, I don't think it was like at a club or something. You're like, how does this feel? And I'm like, I, why, no, I don't, why think, would you I don't do think that's what happened. No, I think that was somebody else. But, yeah, um, that wasn't me. Um, <laughs> kind of, yeah. And, uh, and so 
right now you're are you running just the one clip store or you have several yes I used to have several and then I decided to consolidate them because it was a lot of work and the layout of clips or sale is different than it used to be where they don't just take one store and put it in a particular category mm -hmm. now it's like each clip is kind of stands alone and it goes not in separate categories it goes to the front page oh. so now it's not really necessary to have different stores so you can just have one that has everything yeah and it'll be categorized like it'll say the category next to it which tickling or so it's a lot yeah it's a lot easier to do it that way I find well uh, um, I haven't been god I haven't checked out clips for sale in a while I do know that I mean it's a huge place it's just massive I remember actually meeting the guy who started it before it was big you know like uh, mm -hmm. when it was just starting up Neil uh, yeah, so it was like he had brought, I think, somebody he was dating with to shoot for me, and he was like, hey, get in on this Clips for Sale stuff, and I was like, I, you know, I'm okay. Now I look back, and I'm like, shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I was one of the early stores. Oh, yes. Like, one of the four digits, and now they're like, in the like, eight digits. Yeah. It's, so. it's amazing what they have there. Yeah, like, it's most, it's grown a lot. Most of the girls that we know actually at think cap stores and stuff like that, so it's, it's a pretty big place. Um, so let me see. I'm like I said, we really don't have a format here. I just talk at you, and and you know, I, you guys are just. We all live this life. It's like it, to me. It's even though I'm in it, it's still very interesting. So I think people get a kick out of, out of hearing uh, your side. But um, as I do with a lot of other people that I, I have interviewed and, and done the podcast with, can you give me kind of like a, a brief uh, version of, or maybe if you don't want to be brief, that's fine too. But like how you started, like what got you into this field. Like from before, okay. yeah, when you didn't know anything about it to where you are now. Okay, well, I don't know if you actually know the story, but mm. I was delivering pizzas and in college, and I had this friend there that was like, have you ever considered modeling? And I was like, <laughs> funny, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I've tried that <laughs> like, line just, once or twice. Yeah, it just yeah. seems like something that someone would say. Um, and he's like, no, seriously, like these girls on the internet, you know, they do. And I was like, just stop, no. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but then we became like better friends and he explained it more and he showed me, he had a disc of videos and oh. he's like, you should look at these and I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> so, so I popped had, it in when I got home. He had it ready, yeah. <laughs> right. I popped it in when I got home and I saw all these videos of girls not even taking their clothes off. They're just like in a bikini, like rubbing lotion on themselves mm. and like that kind of stuff. And I was like, oh, you can do stuff like that? Yeah, you were thinking it was going to be just like yeah. much standard porn. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, huh, that's fine. I could do that. Now, if you don't mind me asking, um, how long ago would you say this was? Like when It, it was 11 years ago. 11 years. Okay. Yeah. So you saw the videos. So, yeah, I saw the videos and I, you know, I came back to work and I was like, well, I would do that. Mm -hmm. How do you think I could go about that? And he's like, well, it just so happens, you know... Um, I know how to program and build websites and whatever, so I was like, okay, so you think I should do like a website? And he explained the whole membership site thing to me, whatever, and he's like, and my best friend's a really good photographer, so there we go. We can mm. get into this together. And I was really hesitant about it at first, but, you know, I was delivering pizzas, so yeah, I wanted to. Yeah, no, I understand. And, yeah. <laughs> I was working. I hated school. <laughs> I, I think I was working at, and I, it sounds just as fun as it, it was and was as fun as it sounds. It was, I was like a 
PR representative for a diabetic insurance company. Like, it was the most miserable fucking play. Like, all you did was speak to people who just were, like, really old and needed insurance but didn't know how to get it. And... Probably the, a good business, though. It was, uh, yeah. But I was, I mean, I was, get, I was getting paid jack shit. So when mm. I started doing, trying this, then I was looking at my check. <laughs> like, okay, this is almost, almost making as much as I am doing this day job thing. You know, so that, yeah. that happened. Yeah, that, that's what happened with me. Um, my friend backed out, and I kind of still had the idea in my head, so I went for it. Okay, and so I, it wasn't who I thought it was. Okay. No. Oh, wow. Um, so you soldiered on by yourself. Yeah, and the photographer backed out. Like Everybody was just like, oh, I guess, I guess we weren't serious. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm serious, though, at this point. So I found a photographer on Craigslist mm -hmm. because I needed pictures. Because I was going to try to like find a webmaster at that point to do a site for me. Yeah. And 11 and years ago, I mean, I'm trying to... Not, it was 2006. Yeah, so I'm trying to or not date, date myself, but like trying to think what the technology was like back then. Was it there, Clips for Sale wasn't even a thing, was it? No, it was around. Clips for Sale started in 2002. Okay. Right. But there was hardly anybody on there. It goes to show, yeah, what I yeah. need. Yeah. Um, um. <clears throat> I think my, my third shoot, someone told me about Clips for Sale, and I opened a store. So it was still... It was pretty new. Yeah, that's but, why you're in the low triple digits, yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, what did you end up doing first? Like, what was your first step? Well, yeah, so I did this, I found this photographer on Craigslist, and I didn't have a car at the time, so I took Marta to his house. Mm -hmm. that's, our, that's our metro <laughs> rail uh, uh, thing yeah, here in Atlanta. Yeah, it's sorry, it's our subway. Oh, and I feel, I kind of feel like a dork now, because I, I was, uh, I was like, I suppose that uh, we have our, your friend Garrett, who's also here, hanging out, mm -hmm. and, uh, he's my boyfriend. Yes, so in case you hear a voice that, that, uh, does not sound like mine. Sorry, I'm taking guys. <laughs> <laughs> and so many broken hearts. Yeah. Um, sorry, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, what did you do first in terms of material? Like, what did you? That was, an, like, an artistic nude shoot. So I just kind of jumped right into that because mm -hmm. I think it, I think at some point it was just photos. Okay. I think at some point when I was considering the site, I was like I could do non-nude, mm -hmm. but I might as well do nudity if I'm fine with that because I think it'll sell better. Yeah, yeah. But really, I, I'm not sure I agree with that now. <laughs> that's that's a good point. That's actually a really good point, right. and I think that's one of the things that differentiates um, standard what people would call pornography to what you know, you do to a degree yeah. and some of our friends do because it's like, there's two worlds of, uh, of that kind of material. Cause I've always, I don't know. It's weird. Cause like they're so separate, but people who don't know any better think they're all the same thing. Yeah. And so, the nude stuff is completely like oversaturated. Mm -hmm. That's, so that's, that's the point. problem. It's all free. Mm. Yeah. I just found my clips. There's like 10 of my clips up on Pornhub right now. And I was like, why? <laughs> It's like, That's it's like our girls wear like bikinis and one piece suits and like they wear boots and pads and there's no like, you know, wardrobe malfunctions, nothing. But well, as you've said, if you just play the audio of your videos, I guess it yeah. just sounds like porn. If it was like, you know, blind porn hub or something, like that, <laughs> that, that, that might make sense. You yeah. just listen to tennis at that point. But, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But um, uh, so your first uh, foray into the field was nude photo shoot. Um, what about video clip material? Um, the first time I did a video, gosh, it was probably like my fifth or sixth shoot, mm -hmm. and it was a masturbation video. So I kind of started in the more mainstream side. Yeah, I was I did like some art shoots, um, and then I did some like masturbation photos, and then I went straight to like masturbation video. 
And I have not been hired for a masturbation shoot in a long time. Oh, wow. I don't think people shoot that anymore. It's, I think it used to be a thing. I think it's what you said. It was It's saturated. Like, yeah. I mean, there's got to be a million solo scenes out there right now. I meet so. new girls and they're like, I've never been hired for a masturbation scene. What are you talking about? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I it's not my particular fetish, so I can't say that someone who's into that... I used to get hired for it all the time. Yeah. Like, you, you ever wonder, like, maybe people are just like, all right, I've seen pretty much all there is to see. I think it goes through, like, trends mm-hmm. with fetishes and with porn. So it might just be like something that's not in right now. So like in like the next ten years will be a wave of like masturbation. It's like yeah, it's like when people you know my shave favorite, or not. My favorite or pixie shave. song right there. <laughs> oh, you have the shirt. And Garrett's wearing a pixie shirt. <laughs> wave of masturbation. Um, the wave of masturbation. So okay, so you did solo masturbation. Now that that being mainstream, um, what would you say was your first production that went into more of the fetishy material? Well, I met a model named Kobe Lee mm-hmm. on a regular mainstream shoot. Yeah, I've met her and too. She's awesome. She said, well, have you ever done bondage? And I was like, no. Because mm-hmm. I hadn't done like anything like that in my personal life or anything. It was like pretty vanilla. And I was like, getting tied up? Like, this <laughs> sounds so scary. Hmm, I don't know. And she's like, no, it's actually pretty cool. So she, you know, set me up with this producer I was in like South Georgia or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was so nervous. When I got there, I was like, do you have any alcohol? <laughs> like right away. Yep. And they were like, yeah, you can have a little bit. Yeah. I, mean, I was like barely 21. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> you don't want to, yeah, you don't want to overdo it on a yeah. shoot. Um, but mm. it was really fun and I liked it. And I think fetish is really interesting. All the different things you can do. And it's a lot, a lot of acting. Now, I would say... Um, in the world of fetish, uh, bondage is still to me like on the like in a very mainstream way. So, yeah. so now we we were like on two stages. We did okay uh, nudes, okay. Then you did uh, solo scenes, then you did bondage. Now that from that point on, you probably started doing more of the the stuff that's more custom based, like where you're like, oh, I've never heard of this before. Oh but yeah, it sounds like fun. So what was your first? Attempt to do that. I mean, probably after that, I did foot fetish. And okay, and that's still from, very from there. Yeah. yeah, it gets a lot. There's a tickling. It's and... In every Tarantino movie, <laughs> <laughs> that guy has, has got to have bought clips from you at some point. I feel like there's there's foot, there's foot fetish like in the it's center. Like the hateful ten. Yeah, the... I know. But, <laughs> that's uh... really good. Someone should do that. <laughs> oh my god! Reservoir the toes. The hateful ten. Um, but um, but yeah. So what was the? Uh, and I I will reply with my own version of the story too because this is actually if you. Well, I think one of my early shoots was you. Yeah. As well. So. So okay. So that point. So I can stick a pin in that and go. Okay. Here's how I found out about Addy. I remember. I think it was a Yahoo group or something, and someone suggested that I Yahoo look you groups. up. Yeah. Back then. God, it doesn't even exist anymore. Oh, do they do? But they're like. They're like like what MySpace is now, like the abandoned amusement park of the internet. Like you just you can... <laughs> click through it and it's just AIM. so scary. Yep, AIM. And Merck and all that shit and ICQ and <laughs> fuck. People still use ICQ, like the webmaster. Yeah, yeah, they do, they do. And IRC but is still I remember popular. my Yahoo group had a lot more followers than a lot of other girls. And it was because of you. Oh. Because I had like maybe well. three I had maybe like three thousand and then you posted my Yahoo group link on your site. Right, unlike the front, because you te- you you emailed me or something, you called me and you were like, that, that was like yesterday, and like, yeah, Poof. and it like doubled. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, so I have all these wrestling fans now. Cool. Yep. 
And they're still there. Uh, yeah. So I had heard I heard about you at uh, I think it was through a Yahoo post where someone said like, "Hey, have you ever considered this model, this model, this model?" And I think I came across the Clips for Sale store, and uh, you had done a video. God, um, I think it was like a, a very light necro video, kind of where you were like strangled by somebody, <laughs> like a POV kind yeah. of thing. But the way it was shot, it could have easily been a wrestling knockout. So I was like, oh, she's good. Okay, she's got, seems like she's got a good look. She's I got, didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah. It was like something, it was, you were, I don't remember the clip, but you were like on a couch. It was a custom. And I think it was like on a tripod, but something, yeah. You got knocked out and someone choked you out. I forgot how, how it ended. But yeah. I was like, okay, she's she's very pretty. She 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 seems to be into the scene, so I'll contact her. I think I, I emailed you or something. I forgot how that went. Do you remember how we initially? No. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Those are the best friendships. And you're like, I don't even so remember how the fuck ago. we met. Yeah. Um, I remember the name of that video, though, weirdly enough. You do? It was called Danglin' and Stranglin'. <laughs> <laughs> because... <laughs> I was like dangling my shoes. Oh it's like part God. of the video, and then I got strangled. Dangling and strangling. And it was like Garrett's laughing. That's like a dangling like and a, strangling. That's kind of it's almost like a euphemism for masturbation. And then I was like looking at myself in the mirror, and someone <laughs> came and strangled me, like, like behind yeah. me. Yeah. And was yeah. it was it the the person you were uh, you ended up becoming partners with? Yes, it was okay. Simon. Simon, that's right. Okay. I almost used the other name. Uh, but it's Simon with a P, right? Yeah. It's P-S-Y. P-S-Y, Simon Jerusalem. Yes. Okay, so um, so we ended up shooting, um, and it's pretty funny because I remember our first shoot, and this is more for the wrestling fans, but your first shoot with me, I think you were like, I think you you were almost like borderline like, I can't do this. <laughs> I was like we, that with a lot of stuff. Like because the bonded shoot. So, I didn't ask you for alcohol. No, no. <laughs> you came over, we had the giant mat room and then we had our, our wrestler named Sapphire who was like, you know, our big badass Cuban bat, you know, bat right. girl. And you put me with her right off the bat. I put, well, the thing is, she is, she's like not rough, but she's very fast paced. And the thing is, she can do these big moves where she's taking care of you and she's very, very you know, kind of gentle. But I think you were still a little like kind of Shocked by the by the experience. So I was gonna <laughs> oh ask my God, you. To, I can't imagine. Yeah, tell me tell me your version of it because I remember you said like you told me like the next day you're like I almost like as I left you're like I don't know if I'm gonna come back and do anymore. But then you did. I don't think I've ever been very good at choreographed things. <laughs> <laughs> um, I could never really dance, um, so I didn't think I'd be good at wrestling. Um, I think that I'm better at selling the moves, like the acting and. So being the person who's taking the moves. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think I'm still better at that. Um, um, I have had you as a bad guy, though. You've done really well. It's just, yeah, it's I've gotten better of, over the years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's a matter but of like micro-directing, too. It's, it's like right. remembering all the moves in sequence. Like, I have a bad memory, so... We have that giant cheat sheet for that reason, but even then, like, yeah. some people just go like, I have no idea what I'm doing next. You know, just mm -hmm. how the brain works. I'm definitely a lot better than I used to be. But was it scary to you, the first But Yeah, the, the, first the thing match? that was scary is all the flips and stuff, because mm -hmm. she was doing suplexes on me and stuff. Yeah. And, and I, the fans know she's strong and shit. She was just kind of throwing you around the mat. Mm -hmm. was, and you had this worried look on your face. <laughs> well, you kept you kept telling me like how to how to fall, mm -hmm. and I would forget every time. <laughs> and I felt like I was gonna break my neck. Like, oh like, no, no, we were taking care of you. <laughs> Definitely taking yeah. care of you. But um, yeah, but we. I mean, we've had a blast working with you over the last couple of years, or many years actually. Jesus, I keep saying couple, but we're. Oh my god, we've been friends for a long time. I think it was like two thousand six or two thousand seven. And, uh, yeah, holy shit. Fuck. Oh, 
man. When it hits you like that, it's like when someone says, like, yeah, we met, we're like, I've been shooting with him since 2001. You're like, oh, yeah, it's still in the 2000s, right? No. That's Wait. Fucking, yeah, that's a long time ago. Um, yeah. Now, you and Jacqueline, um, also, you guys shot before I met her mm-hmm. up in... How did that go? That was for her company or for was it for, for Jamie yeah, it was, Daniels? It or? was for her and Jamie and Willie. Okay. And they did like a, a joint shoot with me, like a full day. And she did some like chloroform stuff with me and it was really fun. That was, uh, yeah. I remember I'd seeing... never done anything like that before, I don't think. Chloroform until I shot Oh, her. that was her, her first? Yeah. Oh, sweet. All right. Yeah. So that was your first wrestling shoot. Jacqueline was your first chloro shoot, which is kind of cool. Um... And uh, Which I remember. It's not allowed on clips or sales. No, it's not. <laughs> Which Let's is the weirdest about, thing ever, right? Let's talk about that, okay? So the fans don't know. Uh, there's certain. Actually, is it has, does it have to do with the like the credit cards? Like the. Rubber? I think so. So there's. I think the rule is you can't have a female in a position where it's she's being forced to do something. Is that correct? Or is it... I'm not really sure. Because I remember it was one of those things where it was like... Do they have a board meeting where they decide this? I honestly, yeah. There must be like a bunch of guys at Chase Bank who just have like a projector <laughs> with like a shot of some girl, you know, getting knocked out. And I'm like, well, we yeah. can't do that. Is that offensive? <laughs> yes. And I think the, the actual psychology behind it was that you weren't supposed to show anybody who was doing something against their will. So even if it was acting, like you couldn't have a girl... Um, kidnapped or, yeah. or knocked unconscious or... and I had a chloroform video on clips or so and it sold like bananas and you took it down and then I didn't know why and then oh, I realized shit. I was like why is this selling so this well is a huge fucking and then deal, they, yeah. they took it down and then I was like why did they take it down and they emailed me and they're like no chloroform and I was like oh that's why it sold yeah <laughs> okay yeah. although now I mean I don't want to I, I don't want to piss anybody off but you know what fuck them um <laughs> but like there's people on Clifford Cell now, I think, who are kind of getting around it a bit by just yeah, very I've, choosy, I've yeah, being very choosy with how they speak or. Sorry, Neil. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've done it. Yeah. Okay, so there's limp fetish. Yes. Which I think originally was meant to be like you're limping. Mm. But then people took it to be sleepy fetish because there's no sleepy category. Yeah, they can't have a sleepy category, so they just. So use people are limp using fetish. limp fetish like when people are limp. Oh shit, that's brilliant. Fuck. Yeah, which is kind of. Have they ever combined it both? Like you not get knocked out while stubbing your toe or some shit? <laughs> <laughs> but instead of saying words like um, she passes out or she gets knocked out, because you can't say stuff like that, you, have to... you say she falls limp. Okay. And you can't say chloroform. <laughs> yeah. So someone, another person I know said like they would have to use the word like cloth. Lights out, night Lights night. out, night night, la la land. And then, you know, cl- the fans know what you mean. <laughs> they know. They know. And you have the little... They, okay, you not do vid caps of that. Can you not have that in the... Yeah, uh, I don't do vid caps okay. of that. All right. Yeah, that's so, so fucking weird. Like, and but, here's you know, the thing, they, they figure it out. The last time I went for Clipsail, like, just to do a random search of who was out there, especially competitors, because I typed in wrestling and see who was up there. Um... There was at the time I think the sleepy thing was still pretty uh, tough, so they weren't there wasn't anything like that. I was like, okay, uh, mm-hmm. but there was like girls peeing on guys, and I'm like, like you kind of start wondering like where's where's oh yeah the no line? you you can't pee on anyone oh you can't pee on anybody so back then you it can was something. pee like on an object but not a person <laughs> that's the rule <laughs> oh my god there was another one that uh, there was a dom that we knew who did one on 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 clips for sale where it was like forced prostate milking or some shit and I was thinking well that's kind of like a someone you know pretending to be you know 
uh, I guess, attack uh, against their will, but is it because it's male or... Yeah, stuff so, like that, like ball busting's okay. So where do you it's draw like, the line? Yeah, like, it's stuff that is happening to guys, I guess, is fine. Oh, that's... Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I don't get it. I demand equal rights. <laughs> it's not fair. That's not fair, man. I don't know how they make those rules. But you know what? In the end, uh, for people like Jacqueline and myself who do a lot of the chloroform and knockout stuff, it ends up just sending people our way. So, I mm -hmm. mean, uh, thank you, Neil. Um, or thank you, banks that, that, that pull out these rules. I mean, god damn. It's like you can't pretend to just do this, close your eyes, but you can kick a guy in the nuts. Like they, I think the sea busting stuff is also huge, right? Yeah, I've done some like brutal videos oh my that god. are on there, like just the CBT. Yep. Cognitive behavioral therapy. <laughs> it's yeah. a I had a fucking person, I, uh, a lot of you guys know I suffer from slight anxiety and I had a friend of mine who we just said, have you, he's British, you know British, James? Yeah. Yeah, and he's like, have you tried CBT? And I'm like, <laughs> Does that help? Cock and bowl torture. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, really? Is that what you do to like let go of the anxiety? He's like, oh, it's 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 safe my life. And I'm like, and I'm just imagining him having a panic attack and just some girl fucking just kicking him in the nuts. And he's like, oh, that's so much better. Oh and my then god. I found out there was actually a wow, thing. I didn't know he was into that. No, no, it's it's a thing called cognitive behavioral therapy. <laughs> right. But it just happens to have the unfortunate letters that. So I was like, yeah. you, you, but I didn't know that. So I was like, I actually thought he was just getting kicked in the nuts, and suddenly he was like, oh. Oh, heart rate's back to normal, you know. That's hilarious, though. <laughs> so, let's continue along your path, because um, it's a very interesting one. So, you uh, you started doing bondage. You moved on to, um, you said one of your big first ones was, was the big first ones like tickling, or was that later on? No, I, yeah, I shot tickling pretty early on, and that scared me, too. Okay. It was like every new thing. Now, what is it about the tickling that appealed to you, that made you stick with it? Um, the only reason I continued, I really enjoy it, but... The main reason I continued at the time is because I decided with my clips for sale to try shooting a lot of different kinds of clips to see what would sell mm -hmm. the best. And I shot a tickling video with this model named Willa. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. She now goes by... Misty Gates. Misty Gates. Yes, she's awesome. Yep. And um, that video sold really well, like way better than all my other ones. Mm -hmm. So I just decided to keep shooting tickling. And you did stuff with uh, Simon that you told me sold really well too because there was a big niche there for male tickle tickle victims. Mm -hmm. He even won an award, I think you told me. Like, yeah. Like someone yeah. gave him like best He's male. He's insanely ticklish though. Oh my God. And not even like to the point where you can even tickle him. Like it's just, it's they, stupid. They, like when you like hover, like <laughs> hover just, over someone's you skin. You just hover over and he's just like, <laughs> <laughs> It's insane. Now here's something that I, Jacqueline and I have talked about in terms of the fetish of tickling is People always say like, well, it's the fans can tell when the girl's actually ticklish, but they can tell when she's acting. Mm -hmm. But then like Jacqueline would tell me that she would do tickling shoots where fans would write her and be like, that was amazing. I'm so glad you're, you're ticklish. And, you know, and Jacqueline's like, I'm not really ticklish, not at all. Like, but I, <laughs> yeah. You know, so like, do you well, believe if you're a really good faker? Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. So do you, believe, I mean, do you believe, do you do that? Like where you're like, okay, I'm going to hire you for tickling, but you have to really be ticklish. Mm-hmm. Or I do. You, so you, yeah. so if someone says like, "Well, can I act?" You'll say like, "No, I prefer you actually be tickling." Yeah, I prefer if, and the models will lie to me, and if maybe I can't tell, then whatever. But that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> right. She's like, "I need the money, man. Fuck it. Yeah, I'm tickling, sure." Um, but usually they don't. Um, I can kind of tell. I mean, I can tell when girls aren't ticklish, and they've said that they are. There's some I've seen where I could tell. Yeah, they weren't. Mm -hmm. uh, Tracy Jordan was one of those girls. A lot of them that... is. It's in the movement. 
you know. Yeah, but there, I, I had to shoot one for Tracy Jordan, and I could not tell if she was pretending or not. She was just like, she was. It was that laughter you hear from like when you're a kid, you know, and someone tickles you, and I was like, holy shit, this is, <laughs> this is real. And I never even bothered asking her. I just assumed that it was real. I'd, I'd need to ask her. It's like not trying to sound cute or sexy. No, she was just, <laughs> just like from the gut laughing, yeah. you know. I was like, uh, there she's an well, she's an amazing actress, but mm-hmm. she's really got this down, or she's really ticklish, but. So then uh, you said um, you also started doing the ball busting stuff. Mm-hmm. Now that is a huge interest to me, not because it's something I want to pursue, but it's more like, like from your experience doing it. Because obviously I'm, I'm one of those guys that thinks of that happening to me and I just go like, ah, no, no thank you. Like, I'm okay. That was actually when I met my business partner, yeah. Sai, because he hired me for a ball busting shoot. And I had never done that before, and I wasn't scared about that. That no. was one of the things I showed up to, and I wasn't like, do you have any alcohol? <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, he's like three bottles in. I was just like, um, yeah, I'll kick someone in the balls if they're asking for it. <laughs> cool. That's a thing, too. All the girls that I've talked to that were like, hey, how was your, what was your first time like doing ballers? And she was like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you paying me? <laughs> the funny like, thing about that shoot, though, is like we had chatted a little bit on, like I think, AIM. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> AIM. Funny. Um, and I, we hit it yeah. off like right away. Like we became really. Oh, good he's friends a good guy. And, he's really, yeah. he's an awesome guy. Um, and I showed up to the shoot, and I'm like, "So where's the sucker? I'm kicking in the balls." <laughs> and he's like, "That would be me." <laughs> I was like, "What?" Present. <laughs> because I thought he like had a guy. Like I was like, "Wait, I'm kicking you." I thought he had like a slave boy. Yeah, that or, I was something like kick that. or something. Did that change your, <laughs> your like, approach? No, that's me. Did that change your approach? Where you're like, oh, I didn't know it was you, or you. Well, I was fuck. a little bit like, okay, that's cool. You seem like a normal person. That's really weird. Now, for the guys out there who aren't <laughs> familiar with the fetish, I mean, it, it, it's pretty much what it sounds like. It's just it's a, a mini kicks to the groin and testicle area. Um, but my question is, uh, from your personal experience, and if you don't want to give away this fact that's fine too but like in terms of like force is it just depending on the producer who goes like i want you to kick me like full force i want you to like pull back a bit is someone wear a cup i just take the direction but i'm saying like in terms of your experience has everybody been like go for it or people have just some people are like it's not hard enough and i'll be kicking them as hard as i possibly can and they're like it's not hard enough (sighs) garrett what do you think I was hurting my foot. Like, I bruised my foot one time at a shoot. On someone. this guy, and he's just like, wear these steel-toed boots. And I was like, okay, cool. And I'm like, am I going to, like, kill this guy? Oh, man. I've, I've definitely got this, like, to each his own mentality. Oh, yeah. But there are some things that in no way could I, like, comprehend. Or, well, or like, put myself into those shoes. Or... Well, Sai actually has that fetish. No, no, but that's the thing. So, so for people, like I said, I'm not trying to down on people who have the fetish. Because there's some things that happen in bondage that I could probably never do. You know, or some things that happen in, in mm-hmm. hardcore BDSM that I would probably, it's just not in me to do. But I've seen it done, and I understand if someone has that fetish, then it, this is the best possible Right, thing. I mean, it starts from childhood, usually. Yes, So exactly. a girl that he liked kicked him in the balls when he was young, and the rest is history. Yeah, made that there's cognitive association. Yeah, there's yeah, there's that yep. <laughs> cognitive behavioral therapy. And she was very like playful and giggly about it, and so it connected yeah. like the sensual aspect with the actual yeah. pain, and so the brain kind of made that connection and mm-hmm. created a trigger, which makes total sense. But like for someone who doesn't have it, I just go like I. The closest I've come to experiencing that was like playing baseball again like, in high school, and a, the baseball hit me like, and it didn't even hit me; it just grazed. 
that area. <laughs> oh and like 15 gosh. seconds later, I'm like, oh, I'm good. 15 seconds later, I was just like, like throwing up on the field because it just it hit all of a sudden. So to imagine somebody like really. Well, our first shoot, oh, Sai, it was like the first time he had shot it. Like he'd had girls kicking before, like I guess randomly, I don't know. Just like for, like just for fun, yeah. yeah, for fun. Like you do but, at um, parties. <laughs> I was his first his first model, and he was throwing up, like. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. And I was least... like, "Let's stop." And he's like, "Okay, for now." <laughs> it's very I like that you're the voice of reason. Yeah, I'm like, we should, should we just? You're like outside puking. Let's probably just call it quits. Take a break. Like, and then that have... never really happened again. So you just got used to it. You're used to it. And that was like calluses and shit. Um, and I guess I was going ham on it or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this fucking world. A lot of um, built up aggression. <laughs> okay, so um, we're gonna we're gonna address a lot more stuff because I and we're only 31 minutes in, but this is a lot of fun. Okay. Um, uh, but I do want to continue. Uh, on the path that you, you walked because you said you started getting heavy into the tickling stuff and into the ball busting. Um, uh, would you think of any, any subclasses or categories that you went to as well that you were kind of like, oh, these are good. These are selling well. Or that oh, you for, were like... For shooting or For shooting hired? or that you were... Actually, and, and getting hired too. Um, I did some girl-girl shoots early on. Um... Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we need to address that too because you've actually done stuff that's more like the standard mm -hmm. and, and you've been hired for it a few times. Actually, I think, no, I wasn't there obviously, but no, wait. Uh, back, you worked with Brendan Hurley and you did some stuff. I think you, you actually were with one of our favorite models, Jessica Nicole, mm -hmm. and you did your, her first. Paige. Pager and Turner. I know. She goes by for that. I know. I know. I always get like she always tells <laughs> me. Names. She always tells me one or the other, but um, I just know her as, as that. But yeah, I had done like several girl girl shoots before that, but I was her first. Now, is that something that you personally thought was like, well, this is really cool, or was it just like I'm just gonna go get paid and, and you know make out with the girl? At first, it was. I didn't think that I was into girls until mm. I started shooting it. <laughs> oh, so then it just notified you. And <laughs> yeah. You're, yeah. You're like, okay, all right. So I, there's a couple things like that that I've experienced where you know I didn't know if I was gonna like it because mm -hmm. I hadn't really done done much with girls like outside of shooting, like I maybe kissed a girl or whatever. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I hadn't really experimented with it, so it was something that I was kind of neutral about and just getting paid for at first. But then I was like, oh, this is really fun, and I just started liking it. Is there anything else that was like that where you were like, I was never into this until I did it? Spanking. Okay. Uh, being the giver or the receiver? Receiver. Or? Oh, sweet. All right. Um, yeah, various fetish things. And Because I didn't have any experience with fetish in my personal life at all. And that was more stuff that you were being hired to do, right? Yeah. Okay. So you did... So you had done the girl-girl stuff and you found that that was kind of like cool and then the spanking. Now, in terms of like the stuff that you did and you were like, wow, this is actually making good money. Like, and I'm going to keep doing this particular subclass of shoot. I know you've done tickling and you yeah. The main thing was the tickling and the ball busting. So you stuck with those two. Yeah, and um, some of the death fetish stuff. All oh, right, all right. Now was that for your company or did you just go out and work with other people? I started a niche clip store. Ah, all right. And for those yeah, people who don't know, niche clips well is uh, is how can we describe niche clips? It's yeah. just <laughs> can you? It's a dark. It's a, it's a very, dark, very dark. Corn, like we're yeah, like if Rotten.com watched porn, it would be niche clips. Like that's actually that just came to mind because I, I know the videos that I sold on there would that like each particular video would sell way better than anything I put on Clips Yourself. 
Well, I mean... Uh, but it's not something I wanted to keep shooting. Yeah. I feel like it's it's clip for sales goth cousin. Right? <laughs> like that it's cutting itself in the corner? Kind of thing? <laughs> Maybe not that. <laughs> Maybe that serious. Yeah. Well, I know no, ja- Jacqueline, Jacqueline has a news clip store as well. Uh, mm-hmm. I think... Don't, don't quote me on this, but I think Carrie Spectrum does too. So it's becoming more popular. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think the Necro stuff is... I mean, in, like, even Sleepergaze World, we do the very campy version of it where you're like getting shot with like you know toy machine guns and stuff like that but you're, you're pretending to to die I guess the way you yeah. would when you're playing with your friends oh yeah I wanted to talk about custom videos because that's I've and, been doing that for a long time yeah that's 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 really that's and actually that we will reach a point in, in the podcast where I'm going to let you ask me stuff because mm-hmm. I, I think it's cool if we all just kind of bounce stories because otherwise you, you're going to feel like you're on the spot the whole time now you mentioned custom videos um what was your first experience with like, holy shit, someone wants to send me a script and pay me to produce it? Oh my gosh. I just remembered. Like, when you asked me. <laughs> it was very normal. This guy asked me to dance. Oh. And I just said that I can't dance, really. Or I couldn't at the time. So it was like a, like a striptease kind of thing? It or? was supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you, but I, now I remember you actually you did it was a bunch really of those. Bad. Do you remember that? No, but I knew you used to do a bunch of those because you, uh, I think you shot oh, one right, right. in my in my actual studio. Yeah, that was later actually. Mm-hmm. That was um, I shot a lot of lap dance videos, and I got really good at them actually. Mm-hmm. Like it just took a while because I had to study myself. So you <laughs> learned to first, dance. From the first few were really bad, <laughs> and then like yeah, you just you watch yourself. It's the same with my, like any kind of modeling. You know, you figure it out. You gotta wonder if there's somebody out there who's into that specific side of it, though. Like, I want to see someone dance who really doesn't know what they're doing. Well, like, it's funny you say that because I had a fan that wrote me one time and was like, "I love you so much because you're so awkward." <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> "Thank you." What did you see? Because this is like a few years in, and he was like, "Well, he's like telling me about all these videos. You just seem so unsure of yourself." And I was like, "Oh, thank you." <laughs> You should have been like, well, and that I, was like you, early you're like, on. I want to thank you, but I'm not sure if I want to. Like, it was before I had the confidence, especially with the dancing. Mm-hmm. So he'd seen some of my like lap dance videos, and he thought I seemed kind of awkward, and like that kind of did it for him. You know that actually, and you know that's that's <laughs> a thing in wrestling. I mean, that's that's a thing. There's a subclass in wrestling where like, uh, and I've had fans contact me about this on like AOL and then Yahoo as a messenger and on email. Well, they'll be like, you know, I want to order a custom, but I want the girl that's wrestling the bad guy to look like she has no idea why she's even there. You know, <laughs> where she's like, what do I do? And I'm like, oh, well, there's some girls that I'm about to hire who have never done this before. So she, they will have that genuine, like, unsure of what to do next, or should I run away? Should I continue to fight? And they love that shit. They yeah. love that girl who's, like, completely like, what am I doing here? And then some big fucking powerful chick just beats her down. Yeah. Actually, your first video was Sapphire might classify because I think they, they say were, I was awkward no no they, I think they were just it just it just felt like they liked the black and white the, the whole like powerful and and trained versus the first timer mm-hmm. and that's a big thing that happened in the 80s so it clicked people in their heads like you would see these big guys like King Kong Bundy and like come into the ring and then there's like some guy in the corner dressed like in a speedo just looking scared out of his mind <laughs> And then the guy would just crush him, you know. And then the same mm-hmm. thing happened with the female wrestling. It would be like some tiny, like, 21-year-old girl versus some big, mean, like, brutal-looking woman and just get creamed. And yeah. people would just... I think it extends to the submission domination thing mm-hmm. of that, like, you know, being a jobber in wrestling is the same thing as being kind of like a, a bottom. So 
it's weird. It's, it, I, it all connects, but yeah, that um, makes sense. But I don't want to lose track of what we're talking about. So uh, we just talked about wait. Um, I was telling you oh, the awkward. my dancing custom. The dancing customs. Um, the guy just kept ordering them, and they were bad. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that was his fetish. Maybe he was posting them on some joke site. So, we well, have a theory that there's like a frat party somewhere where guys are like just pulling money into a bowl, going like, "All right, let's see who's on clip for sale. Uh, let's order a customer Maddie Juniper." Right. So um, we're gonna have oh, a giant monster from. I don't know. We'll see. Creature of the Black Lagoon is going to show up and then like he's going to like, you know, accost her physically and let's see if she does it. Like we actually think there's people out there just like most of it is a dare, but obviously it's not. It's all fetish. Well, you were saying that, but you know I've shot like a ton of sea monster videos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's a thing now. Like I, yeah. I and I, I know I, Tomiko does it. Mm -hmm. um, God, I think Kobe does some. Like it's like the whole like. Giant... I shot like 40 videos for that guy. So what, what is, give, give the fans who haven't heard of it. A, a brief description of what a sea monster uh, fetish costume. A guy dresses up in a sea monster costume. And usually it's inspired by like Creature of the Black Lagoon. Right? Yeah. <laughs> or girl, right? Mm, I was the sea monster one time. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. Creature <laughs> um, And then like rapes a girl, basically, but it's like Cindy sex. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there you go. Fake rape. Fake rape. Um, so, you know, it's. Now, is that okay on Close for Sale? Yes. <laughs> The girl's just like, oh no, like, this sucks. Like, so that's you can't reaction. pretend to breathe a fake chemical from a rag, <laughs> but a giant green swamp creature can rape you, and yeah. Yeah, that's all good. Chase Bank thinks it's awesome. <laughs> Fuck. Spank of America. It's funny, though, because the, the reactions that the guy wanted were just very, like, oh no, like, damsel in distress, and it's like, that's what those oh my god, are. if this is actually happening to you. <laughs> that's, like, what I'm thinking about. Because I've been professionally trained in acting, so, like, I did years and years of, like, Chekhov and Stanislavski yeah. and, like, trained acting <laughs> so that I get into this business and I have to, like, forget everything I knew. <laughs> it's like, yeah, because usually when I get raped by a sea monster, uh, campy isn't where I go initially. It's yeah, like, and oh. I, would, I would do plays and monologues that where I'd have to really get into it and think about like if it was really me mm -hmm. and you know all the empathy and everything and that's what I learned. So getting into the fetish world like you just can't think that way. No. No, because if you get asked to perform right. something a certain way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I yeah, I, I totally understand that. But it's still I just start like sobbing and screaming if a sea monster came after me. <laughs> <laughs> And that's the opposite of what the guy they don't wants want to that. See. They don't want that. If like, I may why is this happening? Yeah, please. If you watch a lot of those old like B sci-fi horror movies, like um, actually to get off track of what I was just about to say, <laughs> to to sidetrack on myself, um, I mean, if you look at some of those old movies, they lead very directly to some of the fetishes out there today, and some of the ones Addie's done. I mean, like the giant test videos, you go back to Attack, Attack of the 50-foot woman. Yeah. Exactly. And if you look so. up there, we actually have a, a drawing. Uh, you can't see this, you're hearing it. But we have, I think it's Invaders from Mars. It's a, it's a drawing that our friend Scott did for, um, for my fiancé. And, mm -hmm. uh, and she loved it because it was one of the first real, like, carry scenes. 
in the old like sci-fi oh, movie. Yeah. And the fact that she wasn't holding on to the creature was a big deal for a lot of these guys because they wanted a full limp thing. So like mm. even that. The cradle carry. Yeah. The cradle carry. Like a lot of time when you see someone do a cradle carry and the, the girl's holding on. They that, want it completely they, limp. Yeah, that ruins it for like mm. some of the fans. Like I've like literally one of the reasons I'm in okay shape is not because I'm trying to like be in okay shape. It's because I have to be to, to do Jacqueline's videos. Because like when I pick up a girl, they just go dead limp. And mm-hmm. when you're doing this, I mean, this is you're not even you're not even supporting with your core. You're basically just supporting with your forearms. And you have dead to like, weight. It's dead weight. It's brutal. But, but yeah, that's a really really really. And good you point. you look at some of those, and there's this there's this very indirect sexualization there. Of I mean, look at King Kong. Mm-hmm. Look at creature from the black lagoon you've got these images of women and it's it's presented sort of sexually you know clothes draping off of her but it's not quite there so i could see that leading to a lot of fetishes well that's i think the the fact that um back then so many companies were you know they had the 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 motion uh, picture association code you couldn't say you couldn't do this you couldn't wear this so directors had to kind of indirectly interject a little bit of sexuality but it could be something simple with just like something like that or like a very tight suit or or like in attack of the 50 foot woman i mean it's just this massive beautiful woman who's just destroying buildings and spawned people like gary pranzo who was a good friend of ours and he Shit, he's he's yeah. does really well doing giant test customs. I and really you, enjoy doing. And that you've stuff. done those too. Yeah. Okay, so and when you're younger, that can I I feel like that could really bridge a gap between sexuality and sci-fi. Well, that's the thing. Now uh, Hollywood is doing stuff that's more intense. Like I remember, we watching some movie, and I was like, that girl's really pretty. Like she's really hot. I think it was one of the Olsen sisters, the older one that ended up being in Avengers or whatever. Uh, she plays Scarlet Witch. Elizabeth Olsen, I think. Yeah, yeah. So we, I was watching a, a really bad remake of a, of a Korean film called Old Boy. Uh, but there's a scene where basically she has sex with her father. Like, she father gets tricked into fucking her. But it's a really well shot sex scene. And I was just like, Jesus Christ. Like, but I, I thought about like what this would be like growing up like as a kid watching this in the 50s. Like, there was nothing really left to imagination now. Back then, it was like, mm-hmm. look, the girl's wearing a really tight green spandex suit. She's being carried by this creature, and she's completely limp. Boom! There's this, there's the fetish. It's fetishized. Like so you got to wonder, yeah. like in twenty years, what are the fetishes going to be? She's even pointing her toes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's move on. We've done. Um, <clears throat> so we've done the main categories that you started working with, and uh, let me just reiterate. So we did spank, not spank. Sorry. Um, we did the ball busting, um, the tickling. Uh, you said you've done girl girl, uh, some bondage. Anything else we left out that you were like really like, okay, this is fun. I'm going to do more of it. God, there's so many. Exactly. Well, there's a lot of subcategories and stuff like that. Yeah. So what would you say is, because um, we asked, uh, I think, of, of Carrie Spectrum. Super heroin. Oh, yeah. A lot of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You have a, is that, but you don't have a separate store for that. No. Right. I shot that for other producers a lot. You've done some um, for me, too, actually. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually, I, wanna, I think one of the funnest shoots I've, I've done was one, I forgot who you were playing. I think it was like. We just created a character for you, and then the guy wanted me to like beat the crap out of you. It was a blast. But, yeah, um, those are always fun. It's, it's really, really easy to do. Um, so, <clears throat> uh, in terms <laughs> the of the guy wanted to beat the crap out of me, that was fun. <laughs> after what we just talked about, it's not doesn't sound that bad, right? right? <laughs> like I wasn't a sea monster. <laughs> oh my gosh! Like it goes so much deeper than that. <laughs> so much more. So. Um, 
<laughs> Let me look at some of the questions here because we've had a few from private messages here, usually from Facebook because a lot of our fans don't like to reply to the actual posts. They just send me private messages. I don't know why. Um, so there's one question that we asked, I think, of Carrie and a few other people. But uh, one of them was like, um, what was – wait, I'm in the wrong thing. Dead air, guys. <laughs> this is how professional I am. Um, what was the hardest custom you've ever had to do? Whether it be I physically guess. or emotionally or maybe even both. Because oh customs are huge. There's so and many. It, yeah. So like. In my memory, I'm mm -hmm. saying. <laughs> this is from a Stan H. I won't say his last name. Well, you've still got to do the banana one. <laughs> That's not, that one's not going to be like too hard though. But logistically. Think, but, um, well, I did one that involved a mud pit. Okay. So, and my ex-partner um, actually dug the pit, or he started to, and mm. then he was like, this is too much work. <laughs> so, like, hired someone of a Craigslist to finish it. <laughs> I was filming him, like, digging it, and he didn't realize I was filming him. So, so and then he was, was like, because he was just like, God damn it. <laughs> he was like, Freaking out, like while he's digging it, and then he comes inside and he's like, "Oh my god, you're filming me!" So what and was, was the? Like, I'm sorry. So what was the actual? It was um, we what? had to fill it up with mud, and it was like very specific, the the consistency of the mud, like down to everything. Jesus. Um, and then we had to have a huge script with girls like walking through the woods. It was four girls, and we're all like walking through the woods, um, wearing like. I just took like some leopard print fabric and mm -hmm. like ripped it up and tied it around everyone in like weird ways. So what was the actual what was the actual fetish being addressed? Well, it was pushing a girl face first into it. <laughs> and I forgot you told me about this and I forgot about it. Was it was Ame Lou. Oh my god. Um, little Asian girl. And we built the pit to like pretty much fit her body and she's only like four ten. So um yeah, and we had to keep pushing her because he wanted it in like 10 different ways or something. So her standing, then she goes into the... Yeah, like face first. So like splash. It. Yeah, but the splat had to be just right. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it was very specific. I can But that's probably not even the most specific one. I've had okay. like really... Well, please... No, I don't, I don't even know. We have plenty of time. <laughs> I like I like the extremes of what we do because mm -hmm. I, I think those are the best conversations. Like whenever we have fire pits and we have like, there was one night we had a weird mix. It was like Hannah Perez, Cheyenne Jewel, all these um, uh, two of the fans, fetish stars. We were just sitting around shooting the shit and we started comparing stories. Just crazy shit. I mean, it's fun. I like talking about it. But yeah, so so that's not the most specific one you said. Yeah, I've done a lot of oh. This is what I can talk about. Transformation fetish is huge, mm. where girls turn into something. So, like, I think I know this one. So, this is like geek girl turns into like sex goddess kind of thing. That, yeah, that's called nerd to bimbo. Oh shit! <laughs> I presented it so nicely. <laughs> and it's funny. I was saying yesterday, like, no one uses the word bimbo anymore. No, but that's, that's like, like what it is. <laughs> nerd to bimbo, where it's like a nerdy girl. It's sort of like she's all that. The movie. <laughs> But yeah, like, <laughs> I can see that. But they're turning into that. I can see that. But what other was it? Some, I knew you did one weird... with Jacqueline where it was like a werewolf thing, right? Oh yeah, vampire werewolf. Yeah, so like, girl, like you that's... were like you were wearing like a coat and you were like the scientist and 
Or was it the other way around? I forgot. Yeah. I remember I just walked in and I saw somebody in a lab coat. And I, was like, oh. <laughs> I did shoot that, like, right here. Yep. And you were like, <laughs> right, oh, like, she's turning into a werewolf. And I was like, oh, all right, well, I'm going to go get some, <laughs> some food. I'll be right back. Yeah, I shot that one a few <laughs> times. Um, Pager and Turner and I turned into werewolves. Nice. Now, is that involved? Or is it just more like pretending to be feral? It's like the, the clothes, you know, with, with Jackie it wasn't, but the clothes rip off. And, mm -hmm. you know, you're, like, growing and... You're like you're on all fours and you can't stand up anymore because so you're no like, actual like like, <laughs> like I'm doing so many motions right now that you guys can't see. <laughs> I apologize. Um, no, that's a good thing. It's a good thing. But like, is it? You is grow it, fangs. So so fangs, but no like actual like fur effects or anything like that. No. Okay. Um, some people shoot that. Yeah, because that would be. I didn't, I didn't do that. With I'm gonna one. stop complaining about everything I shoot, especially after hearing about that mud story. Like, fuck. Well, <laughs> I get mad when really, I have to buy new outfits. I'm like, you do a lot because. You told me that every single punch mm -hmm. you have to put in like a little effect. Yeah, yeah. No, I and can't. That sounds really tedious. Like we do a trick now. I, I, I call it the <laughs> the stomp punch, which you do in pro wrestling, which we stomp the mat when you when you connect, and it creates that sound. If you do mm -hmm. it on the mats downstairs, it actually looks pretty good. I just have to be in the right place with the camera. Uh, otherwise, if you see that it misses, then you can't keep it. You have to behind the person and make it look like they really actually so we, we shot a belly punching video one time where we didn't want to put in sound effects like you do mm -hmm. <laughs> you I don't do I don't do sound effects for belly punching okay yeah um, well okay so how do you make you just use the... so the girls uh, a lot of the girls will actually will, will kind of gauge their limits in terms of like is that okay you know like that okay. sound so when they actually pat or hit uh, that doesn't really hurt it just creates that nice Sound. Oh, okay. So they'll they'll kind of gauge it out, and they'll be like, okay, I'll just tense my abs. You can just pop it, and if it creates that sound, it sounds like you actually got. Because I think hit. when we shot it, like you weren't hearing anything. So there was one you did with Serena where we I threw in some sound effects because the guy wanted so many punches. And but when I shot one like, like that, yeah. my ex partner Sai actually slapped his own stomach. Wow! <laughs> like, while we were like <laughs> every time like it connected, he was like. <laughs> oh my god. So it was like a close up shot of your stomach and he was just doing it off screen or? Yeah, because it was all close. It was like oh, a tight shot. Right. That's actually nuts. That's, that's and I thought that smart. was, I just like died laughing. <laughs> I was just like, oh my god. That's actually, that. you know what? That's, it worked though. That's a pro wrestling trick. Um, um, uh, some girls that we get, uh, a lot of the girls that we work with are pros, like seasoned pros. And they'll go to kick someone in the stomach and then suddenly they'll just slap their own hip out of the corner. And. Yeah. Sometimes you see it, sometimes you don't, but the sound is so loud that you kind of get jolted and your brain doesn't even go like, hey, did she slap her own? So it's weird. Like, it, it can work like that, but I prefer using, like, for face punching, like, nice like, movie sound effects and stuff like that because it looks, you know, it looks You're not going to actually make a sound with the fake pun the face punching, so. No, I'm like, so you can do, like, a stomp kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. It, it could work, stomp. but. But that sounds different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually, someone getting hit for real does not sound at all like what it sounds like in the movies. It just sounds kind of like. Like that. When you get hit in the jaw, it's just basically skin and skin. But in movies, it's like... Yeah, it's really loud. <laughs> and there's... Yeah, I've seen fights. I'm like, oh, none of that actually happened. But um, So, um, do you want to go on in the most specific shoot you've ever had to do? Or is that... You said you were... Can you not think of one right now? Because the, the mud one was pretty fucking good. Yeah. Jesus. I've had scripts that have been like 20 pages long. Okay, so that brings me to the next topic. Uh, so, we talked about... The most specific script you've ever done. Um, and when I say scripts, it's not like organized scripts. Like, like it's it's like a, a flow of consciousness <laughs> that like these guys are just like everything's just coming out of their head and they're typing it and they're oh, getting it, and they're getting turned on as they're typing. We it. call it one-handed typing. 
Yes. That's what we call exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> and they're just like, oh my God, and then the next thing is this, and then it, it usually doesn't happens, make any sense. It usually happens at the end of the custom, like for us. <laughs> It'll start off pretty nice, like Eddie Juniper versus Jaguar Velvets, and here's a list of moons I'd like. And I'm like, oh, great. And then the last <laughs> paragraph is like, and then she picks her up and gives her six of these and seven of these. And I'm like, whoa, dude. You know, oh, and then the um, her bra is magically back on. <laughs> yeah, and then like... <laughs> like, like they, don't, they don't realize like the clothing problems too because mm -hmm. I've had people say like oh well she's wearing you know this kind of underwear under her pantyhose but then like the underwear is gone in like the next part and I'm like wait what and she never took the underwear off and oh then... so they're not even into they don't understand the logistics of what you're shooting yes it's, they don't realize like how clothing goes on and off fans <laughs> fans we love you guys we really do yes. uh, we're not trying to diss on you at all um uh, You're getting really excited. Ninety-nine percent of you are fucking amazing, and we wouldn't be doing this without you. But there's a few guys Very out there true. who will like just write stuff where you're like, well, you know, this is a thirty-minute clip, right? They've written twenty-five minutes worth of material, but then they go into like, well, then um, Addie gets power driven sixteen times, and I'm like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> like, no. First of all, she's not gonna do that many, and that's gonna go on to like an hour. Um, so, my another question that that's that's one that I asked. I think I asked Spectrum, but. And maybe Sumiko, because she does her own stuff now, but like, where, where are your limits in terms of like, when you get a custom request and you go like, okay, I'm not doing this, I'm not doing that, like, you gotta scale this down, like, when it comes to, to scripts, or do you just go like, okay, we can do all this, but we're gonna have to charge you, because we're gonna do all this. Yeah, I, I haven't said no to very many custom mm -hmm. requests. Um, things that are like, really gross, or illegal, or, you know, yeah. of course, no. But so what will, that's the other question. So what, will, what would you say no to immediately? Like off the bat, you're like... Somebody asked for like period blood stuff. And I was like... Like implied? Mm, uh, they wanted it to be real. Oh, shit. And I was like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I guess I could have faked it, but ew. Yeah. See? Yeah. But it's nice to know your limits. So yeah, that's... like poop stuff. Yeah. And that's... Actually, I've... I've once again, one of those um, fetishes I don't quite understand, but if someone is into it, I'm not going to judge. You know, mm -hmm. do you know whatever gets you off. We all have one life to live. Go for it. This guy wanted me to do a cam show where I like vomited over and over again, and I was like, like at the cam or like into a <laughs> container or something, or what? Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, I don't like throwing up, and I'm not going to make myself throw up for you. Dude, I get I get angry when I th I like I I almost get like emotional from it. <laughs> Me you, too. Like you have no control over your body, and I hate that shit. I hate I not hate being it. in control. So like for someone to go like I want you to do this over, I would I would freak the fuck out. Yeah. Back. Shit. All right. Oh well, I have this one fan that likes the. I don't know if you've heard of this. Um, it's the like the carnivore fetish where like girls are getting like eaten. I had one guy ask for a wrestling shoe where at the end the girl pins another girl and then eats her, and I was like I I can't really do that like given the fact that. I, well, I mean, I don't know where to even start. He's like, no, 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 it would fade to black, and then you would hear, like, crunching sounds. Like, <laughs> you know, like, bone getting bitten by teeth and crunch. And That's I was awesome. Like, and I was like, no, I just, it's not something I wanted to, not a direction I wanted to take my, uh, my sight. But, but anyway, so you were saying. Yeah, this, there's this girl I shot with in Vegas, and um, Agatha Delicious, which she goes by. Good name. Yeah, it's good for that, that genre. It's a great <laughs> but she built this massive oven, and she had me and this girl go in it, and it's like we were getting cooked. Holy shit. And she, like, basted us, like, with, like, butter. And, <laughs> 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 and 
And then she had like a fake, it looked like, you know, it was red lights. <laughs> it looked like we were getting Oh, I was going to ask. Like, it was really like, cool. Oh, shit. And so I, I gained a few fans that contact me all the time from shooting with her. And this one guy I do cam shows for, he wants me to get like, he says ketchup. But yeah, I mean, whatever. I have fake blood. Mm -hmm. But he wants me to like get a knife and act like I'm eating my own leg. Huh. <laughs> so like during a live cam show. Yeah, so it's kind of interesting. Fuck. All right. So I do it. I just like act like I'm like chomping away. Like, and <laughs> do you like, like just get like meat and like kind of eat it? Like, <laughs> no, I just like pretend like I'm eating it. Oh, chewing like, on your own leg? Yeah. Oh, and okay. act like I'm sawing it off. Jesus. But it's like a butter knife, so yeah, it's not <laughs> it's really gonna take work, a while. Yeah. It's gonna take a while. And he's um, like, get some ketchup and oh, put well. it on there, and I'm like, ketchup doesn't look like blood. Oh, well, he meant. I thought he meant like, he, like, like that's how you would season yourself. Like, <laughs> that's awesome. No, I, maybe he was thinking that. You know, and I was thinking, he was yeah, about maybe he's blood. just like one of those people that like, like likes ketchup on their steak. By the way, if you're one of those people, you're fucking terrible. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Mm, I, season yourself. Yeah, but maybe he was just like, you know, hey, get some ketchup and a little mustard. Okay, so I guess this uh, leads into the next question, which I mean, shit, I don't know how you're gonna answer this one, um, <laughs> but okay. So there's two classifications of this question. One is, what is the most insane, crazy custom that you've been asked to do that you actually did? And what's the most insane, crazy one that you said, fuck no, do? I mean, you could probably go back to the, to the menstruation one and, and probably if that's the one that, that hits that register. Yeah, I've been asked to crush things that were alive and okay. not going to do that. Mm -hmm. um, the one that... That's a good answer. The one that, the one that my <laughs> partner actually did was a very brutal um, decapitation kind of thing. Mm -hmm. That involved like involved incest, like rape, like pretty much oh, everything Jesus. you could think of that was bad. But that was the one that you actually did do, or did you say? Well, like, he did it. He did it. Okay. Well, what's, what's the what's the um, one that was the most kind of out there where you're like, you know what, it's crazy, but I'll do it. Hmm. As it begins to rain outside. Jacqueline Velvets. What's up, guys? <laughs> Making a cameo. <laughs> Honey, you should be like hanging out and saying stupid shit. Like we are all doing right now. <laughs> uh, okay, so listening to it actually. So the craziest thing that uh, that you actually said, okay, I'll do it. Like even though I'm gonna feel silly or I'm gonna feel, oh, is she? Is the oh that's what are you doing? Are you playing with bugs? I would, okay. I guess I would say like the ones where you're like turning into animals and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, is it just like a self-conscious thing where you're like I feel really silly doing this? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I would probably feel. We had one recently, and like I can't compare. I cannot compare. I, my stuff is so, so glazed over. And that's embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, we had a girl who. It was so funny. We had a girl, who. Um, um, it was weird to me because it was like she was hypnotized. So of course, like she was being made to humiliate herself by like pretending to be like all these animals, like oh you're a cat now you're a pig now you're a cow you know it was like those fucking old like you know, the things you would pull a string on. Like, this, the, the sound the cow makes is, and then she would <laughs> yeah. do her thing. I think it was Andrea Rosso who did it, and she was just, did not give a fuck. Meanwhile, we had another girl who we had a freeze video with, with Velvets, and she was supposed to be getting knocked out. Freeze her, videos are so interesting to me. Yeah, but th it was like, she was, ro she was a robot, or something like that. And like, I was yeah. supposed to like, knock her out with a chloroform, and her eyes would roll in the back of her head, and the guy wanted her to freeze in that position. 
So like her eyes are rolled back, mouth is open, she's frozen. And then I start just kind of posing her and she just couldn't do it. She's like, I feel too silly. And I was like, oh, okay. I mean, like everyone just has their, their limit. You know? Yeah. No, I've, I've done it and, you know, I guess I didn't feel too silly. The but robot stuff makes sense though. Because like, if you think about the fantasy of it, it's very base. It's like someone... The robot you, stuff is cool. ...builds you a sex robot or builds you a fetish robot, you know, and that's every guy's... Every guy who can't get laid or, or just has a hard time dating, that's their fantasy. It's like, someone <laughs> made me a girl that will do anything that I ask. All I gotta do is like program her or speak into this mic and then she'll, you know, she'll do it. So I understand that. Of course, with Jacqueline's stuff, it's more like the sleepy fans. They want... Yeah. They want like a sleepy uh, fetishist to have her, have this robot get knocked out and then carry it around and stuff like that. But yeah, so, okay. So yeah, that's, those are actually really good answers. I was, I was kind of curious as to what would be the craziest thing you've actually done. I'm fascinated that so many people are aware of these specific things that they're into. Mm-hmm. Well, and because, that yeah. they're so comfortable, they're so comfortable with it that they're asking people to make videos of it for them. And that just, that fascinates me. I think it's the... Um, let me see how much more. The awareness and the comfortable. <laughs> how much one have I had that I can say this word? The anonymity of the internet has been a big mm-hmm. thing because like back in the day when you had to like type a custom out, send it in snail mail. I mean, that's paper. You know, People someone, did that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. My friend Hollywood, um, a, a pro wrestler, she used to wrestle in GLOW back in the early 90s. She was one of the first pioneers of customs. Like she would, you know, she would put put ads in the back of magazines, pro wrestling magazines. Like we want a custom with Hollywood, and and they would write it and mail it. Write it and mail it, or the, I guess back then you could do email, but like people were just very skittish about it because they just they didn't know if it was going to become public record. You know? Yeah, of course. Like Robert see that. Robert Lawson, attorney of law, is suddenly going to get kicked out of his job because he wanted to see a girl wrestle another girl in some oil. You know. But when you're into like. Pig noses and chocolate pudding. Like, <laughs> how, how did that happen? That's well. That's the thing. We and just, then how you're like you're you're accepting it. You're like that's what I'm into. And now I'm going to order a video of it. Well, we just talked about um, we just talked about uh, the ball busting thing. Yeah. And so you said that Simon had that thing when he was young. He had an experience. The maybe it was at that perfect age. It's weird. It's like I think fetishes. Yeah, like, it was like that pre-pubescent age. Fetishes are created kind of in this like, it's almost like a pressure cooker kind of thing. It's, it's like you have to have the right elements at the right time. It's like the perfect storm. You know what I mean? Mm. If you're 13, you're 14 years old and you watch shit, I don't know, the Wonder Woman show back in the 70s. Linda Carter, you know, playing Wonder Woman. Sexy woman getting chloroformed by an evil German bad guy. That's it. Boom. Suddenly you're like, not only do I want do I, am I into girls that look like this, have the dark hair, they're wearing this particular outfit, but I also like it when they're getting knocked out, if their eyes are rolling a certain way. Like it's, or the I've had fans tell me, like, you look like a girl that I went to high school with. That's another one, the girl next door. Mm. And that's what I think differentiates fetish from porn. When you look at porn, I don't know if so much now because I haven't really looked at porn since I was 18, but when I was 18, like, and I would, you know, sneak into the fucking, like, 17, 18, sneak into, like, Southern Nights video or something like that and look at these <laughs> titles... And these girls were dolled up, like literally like fucking hair tees, like the Axl Rose thing and like just tons of makeup and they just, they looked otherworldly. They looked like the unattainable goddess kind of thing they were going for. Whereas with fetish, I think it's great because people like yourself, people like, you know, Dakota, Kobe, uh, all these other actresses we know, they have that cute, adorable girl next door look where it's like, oh my God, that's the girl, that's the girl I just bumped into the other day at the supermarket. 
and I was too nervous to say something. Now here she is doing something that I, something that I'm fantasizing about. Yeah. So is that I mean does that ever figure into it? Like where you're like you know I'm actually bringing these people's fantasies alive, and you know I look like the girl that maybe they dated in high school kind of thing. Like or they didn't date. Or they didn't get a chance to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. so that happens a lot. You get a lot of the. Um, yeah, I do. Yeah. So I mean that makes that makes total sense. And it's I a think, it's a throwback. But I also think it differentiates porn and, and fetish. Because if you look at the girls that are doing fetish now are making lots of money, the type of, I guess, phys uh, the physical kind of aspect of it, like there's girls who are making tons of money doing fetish videos and they're um, BBWs. You know, yeah, I, I think it just depends on what someone's particularly into. Like some people are really into the fantasy look, mm -hmm. you know, with the the big fake tits and... Mm -hmm. You know the the bombshell like kind of look, and if Just they're in, <laughs> if they're into fetish and they're also into that type of girl, then that's going to do really well for them. Have you worked with anybody who um, like based on the custom uh, customer request, where someone's like, "I want you to work with somebody who is outside the norm uh, body type"? Yes. Um, well, I didn't shoot. I was behind the camera, mm -hmm. but what was it? I shot a BBW video that was my top selling video of all time, pretty mm -hmm. much. And, uh, it was these two black BBWs. You told me about this a while back. I think. With Dakota. Oh, it was with Dakota. It was with Dakota, yes. Um, they want, you guys they are wondering, my, my dogs are, are, are kind of squealing because it's storming outside. But uh, That or it's my They fetish. wanted a tiny little white chick with these two huge Like getting BBW. crushed or? Mostly it was like, it was a girl, girl, girl. Oh, okay. So it was pretty mainstream, actually. Um, my brain goes to wrestling. Like, yeah. well, they were just like, yeah, no, it wasn't, it wasn't really fetishy, except <laughs> in the fact where, you know, they were slapping their tits, like, all over and stuff. Like, <laughs> and it sold well? Strap-ons and stuff. Yeah, and I, and I think the main thing is because these two women were, like, very popular in the genre. Mm -hmm. One, you know, came down from Philadelphia, and I'm like, what kind of car did she drive? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> She was she was wonderful though. Oh, like she's oh. she's really nice. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, say like, boy, am I yeah, she tired? Said, she said she couldn't like fl like fly in a plane. Was, oh okay. Yeah. So BBW They're for really, those who don't know, is it big beautiful? Big beautiful. Well, it was like BBBW because they were big black beautiful. Oh, so BBBW. Okay, so big, but usually it's big beautiful women, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, hopefully correct. the storm isn't isn't bothering the sound. Hold on. Shut the dark dogs up! Dark and stormy <laughs> night. This is, so, this is so real right now. Um, okay, so we've covered um, uh, custom that you uh, that's crazy that you didn't do, and then the one that you said you were totally okay with. Um, let's actually let's go to the questions because we have actually we have a few now. Um, sounds beautiful outside. Um, okay, so <clears throat> let's take a look. This is how prepared I am. <laughs> and if you have any questions for me as well, feel free to throw them at me because, like, I think it's fun to, to have somebody ask me shit and I'm not ready for. Um, let's take a look here. Oh, wait, hold on. Why are my dogs out here? <laughs> yeah, put them back in the office. Okay. Let the dogs out. Yeah, uh, this is Miss Velvet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Guys, this is such a professional setup. Go lay down, guys. Go. Go, go, go. Okay, so uh, we have a gentleman named Jonathan uh, who has asked, um, what would you do 
or what have you done if someone recognized you in public, like approached you? Has that ever happened? Yes, a um, couple times. It happened at the LaGuardia Airport. Is it LaGuardia or LaGuardia? LaGuardia. Okay. <laughs> it's um, a shit airport. It's all. Yeah, I was. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I was at a bar. Like my flight was delayed or whatever, and um, he w just kept looking at me. No, oh, yeah. And like he knew me, and I was like, it can't be, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Because this is like years ago too. Mm -hmm. I'd probably only been modeling for like three years. Yeah. Um, but he's like, I'm sorry. I, I may be just way out of line, but you're not by chance Addie Juniper, are you? Oh, shit. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I was really flattered. I mean, it's, it's cool. I, I've had a... He recognized my feet. Oh, like wow. Mainly. That was the strange thing. That's kind of like a fucking superpower. Yeah. Like, that's like if I'm like, oh, I know that thumb. You know what I mean? I like, had flip-flops on. Yeah. And like, if I saw, if someone showed me a picture <laughs> of your feet, and fans, I'm actually touching your feet right now, so if you know that. Uh, <laughs> so jelly. Yeah, I guess. Um, is that a bruise? Yes, actually. You okay? I don't even know how that happened, but I saw <laughs> it. Uh, but if someone actually showed me a picture of your feet, I would not be able to say, like, that's, that's Addie's feet. I guess people that are really into feet are going to notice that. Yeah. I guess. Oh, I mean... He's like, yeah, it wasn't your face so much. It was your feet. I mean, I guess if, like, Jacqueline's, <laughs> like, lips, eyes, ears, I probably recognize that. Not because I fetishize him, just because I, I love those features. But, yeah, right. it makes total sense. That's crazy. So he was, like, just sitting there kind of, like, probably reading a book or something and just like, oh, I know those toes. <laughs> <laughs> it was really cool. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so... I'm glad that he said something. That's awesome. We had a... I had a guy... Jacqueline and I, if I've told the story before, I don't think I have. If I have, then skip past. But um, <laughs> um, yeah, you can, you guys can have to fast forward. Um, but we were at, at uh, Hartfield and we were waiting for our cab, and this guy was standing behind us and he's just looking at us with his face. And he just, it was like a face <laughs> of someone who was in on a joke with you. He had that face. <laughs> it was just like a guy who was kind of smiling at something, and you're supposed to know what's funny, but you don't really. He just kind of had that, it's kind of like, yeah, right. And I'm like, <laughs> oh shit. And Jacqueline's like, that guy's fucking creeping me out. And I was about to say, like, hey, is everything all right? Like, what's going on? <laughs> and then the cab showed up, and I just kind of put my stuff in there. And he was just kind of still staring. And then we got home, like, 10 p.m. and, like, 11 p.m., I got an email. Hey, man, I'm so sorry. I just wanted to say that, you know, I, I made a fool out of myself. And I was oh, I was at the airport, and I was a huge <laughs> fan of you. I love you and Jacqueline Velvets. And I, I wanted to say something, but I couldn't, so I just kind of froze. So I guess he was really trying Aww. to say something, but he just kind of sat there and just like, <laughs> Which to us felt like looked like oh my god he's either gonna do that forever or kill us, but I'm glad he explained himself and I told him like dude next time you see us not <laughs> not that I'm expecting it next, next time, time you see us. but if you do see us again just fucking come up and say hello like I I would love to hear someone go like you know and it happens like at cons too we get a lot of people, I'm sure you do as well oh yeah oh my god Eddie Juniper cons and, all, yeah. and dungeons and it's awesome places like that you know where fetish people gather yes where we uh, <laughs> we convene to eat our food. It's a small world. <laughs> it is. So we and actually they'll, they'll name specific videos that they saw me in. One of my favorite people in the world is George Perez, and he is. Um, uh, for those of you who don't know, I don't. I mean, if you don't, what's wrong with you? But he's he's like one of the, the most renowned. You're not nerdy enough. <laughs> yeah, he's one of the biggest comic book authors of all time, and he uh, like I mean, he wrote stuff that I grew up reading. Like I mean, the guy is a legend. He recreated Wonder Woman. He restarted, he rebooted Superman, Green Lantern, like, 
I mean, he's currently working on Supergirl. Like, that's, he's, you know, and, and there's people that we know in those comic books. Elisa. People like Photonome and, like, yeah, Elisa mm-hmm. Kiss, they're in there. Like, Elisa Kiss is the model for Supergirl now. So it's weird that he's doing this stuff. But, like, when he talked to me, he was asking me questions about specific videos. Like, not just specific, like, hey, this is the one with Addy versus so-and-so. No, he was giving me numbers. The way that, that fans give you, like, issue numbers for comics so it's like, hey, and so in SW245, how did you get that one shot where the girl's standing like this? And I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. But then again, I turn around and be like, hey, in Wonder Woman number 345. So I totally right. understood. But yeah. So, you're like fans of each other. Yeah. And, but I think, I, do, you, uh, do, you, do you like the fact that you're still anonymous? Like, you, do you ever feel like, I wonder what it would be like to be famous? Like, is that something that you ever wanted to try out? I never wanted to be famous. Yeah, me honestly. Like not even like scary. for a day. Like yeah, right. <laughs> it's weird to me. Like yeah, because I. It is weird. But the, on the flip side, I see famous people, and I'd I, rather have a lot of money and not be famous. <laughs> just be like a CEO of some major corporation. <laughs> right, right. Just completely unknown. Yeah, like I mean, the guy who ran Google walked by my house. I wouldn't know who the fuck he was. Like no idea. But the guy's got like you know eight. Kajillion right. dollars. So we have another question from Having a, to have security detail all the time. Yeah. No. Yeah. No thanks. Um, but it's weird because like then I always get really pissy when when celebrities get mad because they're celebrities. Like like the oh I can't have dinner with my family. I'm like, dude, you signed on to be an actor. You you wanted to make millions of dollars. You knew this was gonna happen. Yeah. Don't be surprised. How many times have you been recognized? Like uh, on the street, maybe two or three, but like at cons all the time. Yeah. And it still blows me away. Like every time someone recognizes, even if I'm at a convention where I know it should happen, I always... I put on dark sunglasses and like run. <laughs> you knew that when I took you to a cabin. I remember we're like, we went to a cabin with like six or seven friends and I was like, you know what? Let's shoot something for fun. And then like I look up and there's Addie coming out of her room and she's got the fucking Jackie Onassis glasses. Like those big, like the big glasses, and I was like, "You want to?" I come think sh-? I just thought those were cool. But no, but, <laughs> you, but it was a great me. look. Remember, there's actually on tape, right? I pan up to you, and I'm like, "You want to come shoot?" And you're like, "We were relaxing at a cabin, exactly, at a beautiful cabin, and you wanted to work." <laughs> well, I wanted to do something fun, but I understood your point of view. You were like, "I'm gonna go fucking I was like, get I'm some." I'm done with working. <laughs> you're like, "I'm Chill. gonna go get some breakfast and like a beer," and I'm like, "All right." Yeah. Um, that was a really cool shoot that you ended up doing, though. And I love it. I wish it. I had been a part of it. <laughs> See? Later. God damn it! Listen to me next time. I know. We did like an Evil Dead thing, like yeah, an almost Evil cool. Dead. We like I took my camera and put a guard on it, and we did this thing where it's like oh, 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 going through the woods and like. And I was like, eh, I'm not working this weekend. How <laughs> the fuck that? Fuck do you pass on that? <laughs> I was too cool for you with my sunglasses. I know. I know. Those were some chill sunglasses. Man. <laughs> All right. So um, uh, our buddy uh, Slim. Uh, I think you know Slim. No, you might have even met him. He was—he's been at the SKW compound. Um, I don't know. But uh, huge fan. He's also really, really good. But he asks great questions. So he's like, so let me read the question before I say it's a good one. It might be a shitty one, Slim. <laughs> um, so uh, this is one that I have heard a lot. Two of them actually. So one of them is, who are some of your favorite models that you ever work with? Uh, and then also, um, they always ask this: is like, do you, your parents know what you do for a living? And if they do. To what extent? Or your family? Okay. <clears throat> so the first question. Um, favorite models. Favorite models I've ever worked with. Mm, man, there's so many. You're like, fuck. Um, I really like Nixon. Oh, Nixon. Star fun. 9. Yes. And Since Age. I'm fans of and all those And of course girls. Jacqueline Velvets. Oh! <laughs> Jacqueline, she said your name! <laughs> um, <laughs> my gosh. 
Kobe, Kobe Lee, Dakota Kobe Charms. Charms. I was talking with Kobe that I live in the same city as her, but we never work together. It's so weird. Yeah. It's, it was kind of like when she, I don't think she when she Ke- really does a lot of wrestling. Well, I think if I, I mean, I think if I contacted her, if I'm, I went out of my way to contact mm-hmm. her and, and set it up, I think we'd do it. But like, we just don't get a lot of customer requests because I think she does a lot of that stuff on her own. It's kind of like Candlebox. Mm-hmm. Candlebox does everything that gets thrown at her. So when no one comes to me, because they can get Candle doing sexier stuff. For yeah. When she does it, so it's it's interesting. That's one of the reasons I think we don't get as much customs for you, because you could easily go like, well, I can do a knockout thing for you if you want topless or if you want. Uh, nude, yeah. Seabrook is not going to do it, so right. they'll just go like. Well, but if they just... want like the the really, if they want the more technical stuff, they'll yeah. come to, to professional me. stuff. They'll come to you. So Kobe, I, yeah, I'm a fan of all those girls. Um, um, Whitney Morgan. Whitney's awesome. Haven't Alexis shot Grace, um, she's not really doing much anymore, but I love her. Which was Alexis Grace? Oh fuck, Alexis Grace. Yeah. I um, Alexis I uh, I think I, I burned that bridge uh, accidentally last oh. year. We were at FetishCon, and I kept calling her Alexis Rain. And That's she, another model in Florida. Yep. And I bumped into her, and we were, every time it was a weird. So Alexis, if you're listening, I'm so sorry, but like the, every time I bumped into her, I was we were drunk because FetishCon you happen that happens three times a day, and I bumped into her. I'm like, oh my god, are you? You're drunk three times a day. No. Like, <laughs> yeah, you wake up, you go to the bar, like because yeah. I don't shoot. I don't shoot during the actual the the the, the, the meat of the con. I wanted yeah. to just hang out with friends. So it's usually like, oh, what's Star doing? Like. Down at the bar, you know. So uh, I, r- I ran into her at the uh, in the hallway. I'm like, "Oh my god, are you Alexis? Uh, um, what, Grace? Like, Alexis Grace? I said, "No, Alexis <laughs> oh god, Grace." And she's like, "No, I'm Alexis Grace." It's when I'm he like, used to call me Roper. <laughs> yes. Oh. And I said, "I'm sorry about that too." <laughs> so she looked slightly annoyed. I said, "I'm so sorry. I'm never gonna get your name wrong." Again. <laughs> Fast forward like three hours later, I'm drunk, and she's in the elevator, looking absolutely fantastic. And I say, "Hey, it's Alexis." <laughs> you said Alexis Rain. Rain. Was it the wrong one? Which is the wrong one? See, it okay. happens. Alexis Rain is like a bodybuilder. Mm-hmm. Dark hair. So that's tan. what I. Yeah. Alexis Grace is the is, very is really tall, pale, long, dark hair. Yeah, people yeah. have dark hair, but so I kept yeah. calling her the wrong name every fucking time, <laughs> and then finally, I started making a joke out of it because I was rip-roaring drunk and I'd be like Susie what's your name again and she would just be like fuck you and like smile and laugh and walk away but I think part of her is just like whoever that guy is fuck him like do you remember the year that everyone thought Samantha Grace and Anastasia Pierce were the same person no holy shit I used to think Anastasia Pierce they looked Pierce... exactly alike well, that An- year Anastasia and like Caroline uh... Caroline Pierce yeah I used to get those mixed up. Oh my up. gosh, that's confusing. And I remember I called Christina Carter, Linda Carter once. Because I know Caroline Pierce. I did. I totally did. I was I was at the pool and it's fetish gone. <laughs> I was drunk and I just called Christina Carter, Linda Carter, and she's like, "What?" She's like, "I said <laughs> you can play it off like." Oh, and I kidding. said because you look so much like Wonder Woman, and she's like, "Oh, that's so sweet, but you totally got my name wrong." And then we were friends now, but back then she was like, "What the fuck?" Are you oh, me? I really love um, Sarah Diavola as well. Oh yeah. Oh. I, I took me a while to even fucking get that name right. I was just like, I think it was... Diabola? No, yes, Diabola. It's Diabola. I sorry. used to say Diabola. <gasps> and See? she gets so mad when you say Diabola. Yeah. I'm sorry, Zara. Aha. Uh-huh. Wow. Well, Alexis Rain wow. will be happy to hear this. Um, <laughs> anyway. So, um, uh, so those, Roxy Ray. Roxy Ray. I haven't worked with Roxy yet. Uh, I know you have a lot. Um, Whitney Morgan I haven't had a chance to work with, but we've hung out a lot. Um, yeah, as far no. as your girls, um, mostly I've shot with, gosh, remember how much I used to shoot with Eliza? A lot. Yeah. They used to put you and Eliza together. She's since left the biz, which sucks. Okay. She was, she was Jackson. Really 
Jackson, who's still, I think, doing stuff out in Los Angeles. Don't get me I wrong. I think so. And then Serena was another one that you did a lot of stuff mm-hmm. with. Jacqueline Serena's Velvet. great. Serena's amazing. And um, I want to make sure I say they're like stage names. Is it Anne Marie? Yeah. Okay, that's the stage name, right? Who lives like down the street? Which yeah. Is fucking weird. We're actually, we're, I think we're trying to just get everybody to move to Atlanta. Like we just like leave. Oh, and I love Carrie Spectrum. Oh yes, of course. When's the last time you worked with Carrie? It's been a while. Like, but you haven't really been, been up there, right? No, um, I shot with her. I think twice when I went to New Jersey. She's but a lot she's of come fun. down here and. Carrie's like she's she's my sister. She like we really are fucking ridiculous siblings. And, and Samantha Grace, of course. Samantha Grace is awesome. Uh, it was funny because Jacqueline. I hope she doesn't mind me saying this, but Jacqueline, I think, wasn't sure if she if if she and Samantha Grace liked each other. Like she just they never got that vibe of like should we hang out? And then like I think it was last FetishCon at the pool. They just started talking, and then next thing you know, they were here a couple of weeks ago. Riff and, and Samantha. We did mm-hmm. our first podcast with them. And she's really fucking awesome and down to earth and just like she is good head on her shoulders. She's awesome. And I got to know Lou Delahan at FetishCon last year. I worked with her once and she's fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. I need to hire every time I try to hire her at a con, she's like, I'm booked. Like she's book solid. Yeah. She's yeah. And I see why. Have you seen her videos? She I've does only, all these special effects and it's amazing. I haven't she seen does it all herself. No, I've only seen what I shot with her. Like I I Fuck, I wish I had time to explore other people's stuff. I just don't. I just don't. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, shit. I used to be that fan. Like, back in the early, <laughs> like, you know, the aughts, as they call them. Like, back in 2002, I would be like, oh, this this looks really cool. I'll check it yeah, out. Yeah, I wouldn't, like, necessarily watch, like, other models' videos, but I saw a preview of hers, and it was, like, Gary Pranzo style. Oh, nice. Like, it was really impressive. And I asked her about it, and she's like, yeah, I just do it all myself. Like, I just taught it, taught myself mm. how to do it. I'm like, wow, that's really cool. Well, she's fucking like, I mean, I don't know for sure, but like, just talking to her, you can tell her IQ is the roof. Like, yeah. She's just so fucking smart. Mm. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. Okay, so we got your favorite models down. <laughs> now, family. Oh, yeah. Family. Um, family. What do your family members know about what you do? And I can, act, I can return the favor and reply with my own as well. They all know. Um, but to what degree is usually <laughs> well it was a gradual process over the years mm-hmm. I started n- with not saying anything for a while <laughs> and then when that like burns out because they're like what they, are you doing with your life yeah but they say like well you quit your job delivering pizzas what are you yeah, doing yeah well I started waiting tables at the vortex ah yes and that was my last job like that like a real job, um, job. and I just acted like I was working there a lot longer and <laughs> still point, the vortex. Yeah, at some point it was like, oh, you know, how are you doing on money and stuff? And mm-hmm. then my mom saw that you know I had bought all these new things and ah. like, oh, how do you what? How do you how afford, afford that? that? <laughs> so um, did they assume something terrible? Like my mom immediately thought like, I don't know what it was. This Catholic thing in her brain where she's like, is it is it porn? Is it drugs? Like, <laughs> Why can't it be both, mom? <laughs> It wasn't porn at that point. Yeah. <laughs> sort of. But, um, <laughs> no, it was. It was porn. But. My mother's way yeah. more Catholic, I think, than. Most. I think I, I told her that I did a modeling shoot, um, like an art shoot, just because, you know, I Sounds thought it better. was interesting mm-hmm. or something. Well, kind of, I mean, I started doing, like, art modeling in the beginning. And um, your first shoot was actually, like, a. Yeah, it was a really. Yeah. It was mostly, you couldn't even tell it was me. It was just, like, figure nudes. Mm-hmm. Where it was like shadows and 
the way the light is falling on my body, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and she was actually pretty like open-minded about that. She's like, oh, I understand, you know, the female form is beautiful and the art and everything. She could wrap her head around that, yeah. you know, even being her daughter. But Is that kind of where you left it? I, yeah, I didn't leave it there because <laughs> she found out my stage name oh. and Googled me. Oh, man. So she saw a lot more than she thought she was going to see. Oh, man. And I think it started with my sister. In terms of like she found out yeah, first? Yeah, my or? sister found out first and then told my mom. Are you the younger sister or the older sister? My older sister. Okay. Well, she's my older sister. Mm-hmm. So they kind of confronted me about it and expressed how upset they were. Wait, they, they did and they did it through through like an email or No, like they had a public intervention. <laughs> oh <with> shit. <laughs> Was it actually like like one of those you walk in and there's a banner saying like we want to help you or something like that? <laughs> it was just like we need to talk. Put the sea monsters down um, kind of thing. Um, my mom asked if I was a lesbian. Oh, First question. Right out the gate. Yeah. I saw some I saw some things with you and another girl and had you done boy girl at this point? No. So it's just girl girl. Yeah. Okay. So maybe that made sense to her. But yeah, I I started doing boy girl later. What did you? How did you explain it? Like, what did you? How did you phrase your re- reaction to that? Or are you like, I'm just a really good actor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, as far as like, are you a lesbian? Yeah, you're a lesbian. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not a lesbian. I'm I'm just doing it to get paid. There you go. <laughs> I mean, whatever. <laughs> that wasn't really the best. It's <laughs> a weak argument. I didn't know if she it's would so be more weak. upset with me enjoying it or, or with if me you getting were just paid doing for it. it. Yeah. So I erred on the side of, like, she sees it as a business. Because mm. that's how I, you know, I think my mom would understand that better, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, that was more true at the time. Did that, I mean, was so, that... Did that help? I mean, did that particular... Yeah, and she's of... expressed that she likes the business aspect of it, and me being behind the camera doesn't bother her as much. Okay. Uh, my father, on the other hand, uh, when hmm. I talked to him about it before, he was, like, telling me that being behind the camera, I was exploiting girls. Oh, man. And That's yeah. a tough one. So... So you were either the exploited or the, the exploitee. Yeah, the exploitee or the exploiter. Exploiter, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's you know. And My mom was a little more open-minded about it. No, that's and I, I mean, actually, I, I didn't expect what, what you were gonna say. Actually, because you could go either way with with fathers and mothers, but I, um, yeah, that's fucking crazy. I, I, I think we we are reaching that point where like. People are starting to just kind of accept a lot of these things, which is great. I think we're we're, we're witnessing like a revolution in a way of like. Well, my know. mom says it's only younger people, and I'm like, that's not true. Well, Age no, has nothing not to do all. with it. No, she doesn't know that. There's people that shit. When I go to FetCon, there's models of all ages, you know, all shapes, all sizes. There's open-minded people. older people, and there's closed-minded younger people. Yeah. Oh, we just went to um, we went to a private play party in New York. Our friend uh, Sarai. Uh, she took us to this awesome little like after hours play party. It was like a BDSM and like you know, uh, it was fucking baller. Like whoever ran this place, it was a beautiful studio. I'm not gonna give away where it was, but um, people there. It was like eyes wide shut. You know what I mean? Like it was like fucking yeah. gorgeous in there. Like just the space alone, I was like, this has got to be worth like. 
God knows how many thousands per month rental. It was a That's studio cool. that they turned into this amazing um, playroom, and they had cages hanging off the ceiling, and you get like fucking like bring chains down and bring down all these you know apparatuses. It was amazing, um, and I'm not. I'm not personally a lifestylist, but I thought it was amazing to just be there. And so we were, we were just looking around, and there was people of all ages. There was like, you know, people barely in their 20s, and then there was a couple that were like in their 60s. I mean, just mm-hmm. the shit's been going on for a long time. Definitely. Some people don't like to admit that. They think, like, oh, well, my generation would never do it. Like, yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. What do you think Betty Page was playing to? Me? I wasn't even a sperm at that point. And you another know? thing is, I haven't accepted a dime from my parents. Since I was 21. So, <laughs> I've been very self-sufficient. My mother's the same way. My mother used to say, that, like I said earlier, as long as you're not doing pornography or, or selling drugs. And I'm like, well, I wouldn't ever sell drugs. Your stuff's not pornography. No, but I'm saying if yeah. I chose to, I wouldn't see it as something that was bad. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, even shit, selling the right kind of drugs, I wouldn't even frown down upon. But, like, I would, I just kind of was like, Mom, I promise you. I You're like, I'm never... not doing that, but there's nothing wrong with that. Yes, exactly. There's nothing wrong with pornography, but I promise you I, I will never deal drugs because I don't need to, and I will never do pornography just because I've, I've carved a niche where I don't need to. But uh, she she's taken some comfort in that, so it's it's worked out. But it's crazy. Like, I think when we're old, like when we're going to, you know, we're going to get older, we're going to be like in our 60s or 70s, I hope that the new generation is going to be way more relaxed and way more free. And I've met... Like twenty year olds that are just that are really conservative though. That's true. It's, <laughs> it's interesting. I wonder if it's it has to do with like your family too. Because I, I was everyone always says like, well, my my mom and dad were very like hippie like hippie ish. Oh, so they rebel against so that. They rebel against that. Mm-hmm. So they go and become accountants and vote for <laughs> you know fucking Trump. Trump. And uh, and the parents are home like you know like what the fuck dude like, yeah <laughs> so it's the other way around yeah do you think it's always going to be this polarized back and forth thing or do you think at some point well everything is leaning just gonna that get way get into the center I hope so I hope what he said I hope it's going to be one of those things where people just I think things are getting gradually less conservative overall yeah I mean Jesus one of the biggest selling. Uh, not biggest selling, but like uh, the, the the biggest money making movies of the last couple of years, unfortunately, because I, I think it took the wrong route was Fifty Shades of Grey. It was like that whole like the housewife <laughs> version of a BDSM and and stuff like that. But you still go like, holy shit, that was a major film. Like that, you know, it was showing this kind of alternate lifestyle, not very educated, in it, in the way that it did. But you're kind of like, okay, maybe in the future people can just be. I mean, if we can just let go of like, I think a lot of it's America too. Yeah. Well, I would put us a little bit higher than like other a few other places. Of course, yeah. of course. But <laughs> but like Europe. But you're right, Europe in general. You know, for example, the porn actresses are in mainstream films as well. Yeah. In Europe, and that's not a thing in America yet, with the exception of James Dean, mm-hmm. and Sasha Gray. Yeah. But Sasha Gray played a prostitute, so. Once. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's like, can she maybe do a regular person role? Or does she have to play a call Always girl? <laughs> play a call girl, yeah. Right. Jenna Jameson. Uh, yeah, exactly. Mm. I, I mean, I, but I, I agree. I think, I mean, the more I do this, uh, the easier it is to talk about it to people who don't know what we do. We have friends who, hey, so what do you guys do? And I'm just like, oh, well, I do, uh, I run a pro female wrestling and mixed combat fetish site. And they're like, oh, 
okay. And then they'll come back a little bit later in the conversation. And they ask a bunch of questions after yeah. it's sort of like after marinated in their head. lubricated the, uh, <laughs> the conversation yeah. with some wine or beer. They're just like, so tell me more about this thing. And I'm just like, uh, all right, what do you want to know? I told my great aunt what nice. I did. And that was because it was at my father's funeral. Mm-hmm. And I was like really upset and I had a bunch of family around and they were asking me what I did. And my sister was like, just say whatever you want. You're sad. Like, just whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I shouldn't have to like cater to people at this moment. So I told my great aunt and she was like, that's great, honey. And she didn't like, I don't think she really understood. Did it not register? It, it, or just didn't. She wasn't listening or, but that, that was fine. <laughs> But then, but then she like leaned. But that's the funny thing is like later she went to my mom and expressed a bunch of concerns. Oh, so she did catch some of it. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, I don't know. I um. But it's I, weird to have that reaction. My parents. That's have great. A, my parents have fallen back on that whole like as long as you're making money, and you're providing for yourself and your lovely fiance, and you can buy groceries and you can pay the bills, and you're doing that very well. And we do not. Really need to know the specifics of what you do as yeah. long as it's not illegal. So it's it went from like you better not do porn to like hey man as long as you're not breaking the law. You're not shooting nudity even. So no. It's like... But my mom like my mom is 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 a very relaxed Catholic where she's like very she's very Catholic in the biblical sense of like she goes to church and she helps people. But when she hangs out and parties, she fucking parties. Like you see my mom. <laughs> yes, I've seen your parents. They party. drink harder than most of my friends. They dance harder than most of my friends. I've had parties it's where Columbia all my, big. <laughs> yeah, I've had parties where my friends are all knocked out on the floor and I wake up to like get a drink of water at eleven in the morning and there there's my aunt and my uncle and my parents outside still doing shots while the sun's coming up. So My family yeah. doesn't really drink. Ah. So interesting. Very sober. Interesting. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, we're all going to go to our grave one day, but I, I, um, I, I definitely enjoy Like my 21st birthday, like libations. my mom was like, must you get a drink? Hmm? Like, Did she say it like that? My... <laughs> Did she say it like something? Possibly. Like, like, uh, well, she likes Downton like, Abbey. <laughs> yeah, she was like Pride and Prejudice and shit. On you 21st? Yeah. Oh, Addie, must you Well, my, my sister has struggled with addiction. Okay. So my sister was there. And it was all about her. As oh, usual. so they were trying to just create a safe haven for her. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's fine. But yeah. like, fuck it. Like, I still, like, I'm still. Uh, do you have to do that? Must you like that <laughs> cigarette? Yeah. Can't you put it away for now? You know. I rebelled a lot growing up. Um, I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. When I first met you, I. But when I first met you, you didn't come across as like you know wild child. You were just like very professional. And you wanted to know what kind of shit. Do I come across as a wild child now? No, not really. I mean, I know you now, so like I know that it's that's not the case. But like back in the day, like I just you know you were really like professional. You was like, hey, what are we gonna shoot? And like, what do I wear? And like, you know, here are my limits. Here's what I will and will not do. And that was great. Um, And then we became friends. And you've kind of always still been that way. Like I can party with you, but I don't really see you as a wild child, you know. And that's one of the things a lot of fans I think have the misconception that because girls are into this or do this, it's like, oh, there must be fucking party animals. No, candle box. <laughs> yeah, she's the huge exception of that. That girl has a fetish for accounting, and she falls asleep <laughs> at eight p.m. every night. Like she dreams of math and sleeps at eight p.m. And like I tried for the last ten years I've known her. I'm like, can you want to come over and hang out? Oh, what time? I'm like, well, you know, we're going to get together at 8. She's like, yeah, it's a little late for me. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. God. 
No, we're we're normal people mm-hmm. for the most part. So the other question I we think, just didn't want a nine to five. Yeah, that's very true. So in the and that's that's just, yeah that's way beyond true. I, I I did the nine to five thing, and like I said, it's hard. Do you find it difficult to talk to people who do have nine to fives, like, and you complain about your job? Where you're um, like, oh my god, this lot, girl's tits I mean, get falling out, and I. My boyfriend has a nine to five, and my best friend has a nine to five. Mm-hmm. So you know, I'm around a lot of people that are. But is it like when you talk about the difficulties of your job versus somebody who has a job, you know, doing some industrial work, something that's really like backbreaking, and you're kind of like, <laughs> oh right, yeah, this happens to me a lot, where I like try to complain about what happened to my 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 my. Well, job I usually resume. don't complain. Yeah. Because I know that like how great my life is exactly, and how much freedom I have. Very good. So I try not to. I try to. See, but the thing, but, 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 now I sound like a dick. Um, but, <laughs> but the truth is, uh, even though, you know, we do what we do, there are some things that will annoy us and there's some things that suck. You know, it's like, okay, this person, for example. Yeah, but I've had real jobs and like it's not, I know, I know. It's not and as bad. It's not as bad. But like you can, <laughs> but you can complain about it to people who are in the same business. I remember like when Nixon came yeah. over, a few other people, we would just kind of just talk about like, Oh man, this annoys me when this happens. Or like, if a customer does this, or like, if someone promises to pay and then suddenly pulls back their PayPal payment, and I have to contact stuff like that. Yeah, and you can't really communicate that to somebody who's doing nine to five because they're like, oh, or at, you know, at shoots that I've done where it's really painful, like it's a painful bonded shoot, or a producer's you know, a dickhead to you. Yeah, yeah. Or so they I like mean, whip their dick out like during the shoot. And that's what I'm talking <laughs> stuff about. Like that. Yeah, well, I mean, I that hasn't happened to me, uh, <laughs> but. <laughs> That hasn't happened to you yet? No, not yet. I'm, I'm, I keep trying. But no one... Everyone keeps keeping their pants. Like, what the fuck? What's wrong with me? But um, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, people don't... People go like, well, you must have nothing to complain about. And I'm like, no, there's... You know, there's... Every job has its its annoyances that we have to deal with. And if you're a good businessman or a businesswoman, um, business person, then you know how to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, is there... When you're getting $400 an hour for to tickle someone... That's but that's that's one side of it. Like that's right. that's like the you're like, okay. yes. So you're like this is the top of the the wave. It's like oh yeah. So I'm getting paid X amount to do this awesome stuff. But if you had to complain about something that happens frequently, is there anything that pops in your brain? Like, let's say you're not talking to me. You're not well. You're not you're not talking to fans. You're not talking to family. You're talking to somebody who else also has to do it. Like, is there something where you go like God, I hate it when blank. <sighs> There's something on the tip of my tongue that I was thinking of. Can you pause it? Oh, we can. Okay. And we can also re-up on wine. Sorry, uh, I have to pee. Oh. <laughs> pee break, guys. If you, if... Do you guys want to hear it? <laughs> no, that's good. <laughs> we'll be right back. All right, guys, we're back. Uh, everyone has... Uh, emptied my bladder. <laughs> Bladders have been emptied. Um... But we are uh, still back here with Addie Juniper, and we are having a really good time. What up? Yep. She has not left screaming yet. Um, but uh, we are uh, we're getting to the point of the podcast uh, where I think we're gonna just going to kind of freeform it a bit more. There's like a few more questions, I think. And actually, you got a, a barrage of questions here. Um, some of these, I don't know if I want to ask because they just seem like, I don't know, they seem very general. But one of them says... Um, See, like, I, yeah, this one I can't even understand what he's saying. <laughs> what the hell? Oh. Like, how do you see yourself continuing this grueling work? I don't You think... know, a question I get a lot associated to you? Yeah. Is why did you, are you going to return to Sleeper Kids World? 
Really? Why did you leave Sleeper Kids World? And I'm like, what does that mean? No, I, I haven't left. Yeah. No, I mean you. You were you, went, you were on hiatus from shooting for a bit. I guess. But because you were doing like the cross country thing. Yeah. But. I but mean, it was before that. Yeah. I would get like, are you planning to have a an epic return to sleep against girl? And I'm like, <laughs> well, somebody I haven't got, left. <laughs> well, well, it's it's. So what you're talking about? For me, it's a hard balancing act because some of these guys view our product and they really do, and it sounds. I mean, it's hard to believe, but some of them view it the way that people view WWE. Every time they tune in, they look for the continuation of the storyline. So Sapphire is still the champion. She still gets challenged by all these new girls, and of course she ends up winning you know, every time. Sometimes by the skin of her teeth, sometimes you know, dominating. But they love that shit. They love the, the continuing of a story, so maybe that's it. Maybe they're just like, oh my god, we haven't seen Addie in like a few months. Maybe she'll like... You know, sneak attack somebody from out of the blue and like return kind of thing. Yeah, like, and I, I know it's what you said. Like, because I do all my own customs, you know, a lot of they're going to just be ordering it from me and not from you. And, and I, you do a lot of customs. Yeah, we do a lot of customs, but there are some moments. You're one of the one of the actresses where I'll go like, you know what? If, even if I don't have a custom for you, I'll have you come in and do something because I really enjoy mm -hmm. working with you. And there's girls like that. There's and you know and obviously for for you know financial reasons it's good to, to occasionally just fucking pay out of pocket because it helps. Um, yeah. I found out the hard way actually tax wise. I'm like holy shit. But uh, but yeah you you know when I, when I pay out of pocket it's usually like okay if I'm gonna pay for this I want to make sure that I'm gonna work with somebody who I really like versus somebody who I also really like. It's gonna be a great story. I can easily direct them so it works out really well. But yeah it's it's weird because. I can only release so much at one time. I just get that question all the time. <laughs> so Where are you going to go back? But you, we just did a video with you, and we were like, yeah, we just released it. Like, I guess it's very it it trickles in, like with me. Yeah. So it's like over the years. I guess we probably average like like one or two a year. And I need to, like, we need to increase that. Like in the past few years, so I would like to. They're not getting that. very much Addy. Yeah, and I mean, I would like to. Increase. I mean, you were going through a lot of stuff, so you were like not in town mm -hmm. for a while. So like, I can yeah. now that you are, I definitely want to make it a point to have you do more stuff. Like, I know Sin Sage is coming back uh, in the next couple of weeks, so I might get you to come back and do something with her because I know you guys would probably have great chemistry. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, no, I mean, it's it's weird because like you can't satisfy everybody. There's people who want to see more of X, more of Y, mm. more of this girl, and sometimes that girl's not around. Sometimes that girl's in another town. Like, you just can't... Yeah. You can't do it. But, yeah. So, I mean, if I was running it the way Vince McMahon did, and I was, like, doing live shows every month, you know, every week, where it's like, then that would make more sense. Keep the storylines going, but, Jesus Christ. I have, I have videos that I haven't edited who were, that were shot, like, five years ago. You know, and I, they're still in the in, in the back burner because they were yeah. non-custom shoots. So, yeah, I I've mean, been there. What is your backlog, if you don't mind my asking? Is it, is it do you have a lot of stuff where you just haven't released it yet, or I do actually. Um, it's just I haven't shot a lot in the past year or so. I would probably say almost two years. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I haven't really shot a whole lot, so of my own stuff. Um, so I've just been releasing a lot of the older stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'm getting to the point where I'm kind of running out of that stuff. So now you have to start. So I need to shoot more. Start shooting more, yeah. Yeah. And What's, I wish I had shot a lot more. Like, you always wish that you could have shot more. <laughs> Especially fucking, when you were like 21. I know. <laughs> I, I, 
because I was like so excited <laughs> to be doing what I do, I, I, there's a lot of stuff that I did that was straight out of pocket. And also you yeah. have those occasions where you have a girl come into town and she's expecting X amount of work, but maybe she doesn't get those many customs. Mm-hmm. So you have to kind of reach in your pocket and go like, okay, I want to make sure that you want, you're going to come back or whatever. So I'm yeah. going to throw in this shoot and this shoot. But then when you go down to the editing bin, you're like, all right, I got to get these done because they're customs and move on to these. And you kind of forget about these that are in the corner. And then like a year later, you're like, oh shit, I never edited this. There was one fetish con where I, I have a custom page and I put up like nearly every girl that was going to be at fetish con. Mm-hmm. The entire weekend I was shooting customs. It was insane. Well, you didn't get it was just like back to back. I made so much money, but like never again. But you didn't get a chance to hang out? No. Or, is that when you got sick? <laughs> no, that was one of the years I wasn't sick. Oh. <laughs> I was sick most fetish You're con. like the Loch Ness Monster at FetishCon. It's like, oh my God, did you guys hear? There's an Edge Universe sighting at 3 p.m. And you were one of the only people that visited me every year when I was sick. I did, because I was just like, where is she? And there, she's upstairs and she's sick again because you would work yourself fucking ragged. And then your immune system got, you know, would. <laughs> she would get like the flu. Oh my God. And I would just walk in like. I was sick <laughs> even last year. I was a guest of honor at FetishCon. Holy shit. And I got sick and I just, I powered through. I took like so much DayQuil. Jeez. And it was fine. I don't know why I get sick every year. It's because, I mean, I mean, there's so many people there, maybe. Yeah. It could be just a lot of, there's a lot of germs and shit flying around. I think um, I get sick like every other year. I've actually been pretty good. No, it's I, been several years I I've been there. good. Well, no, I, I do Dragon Con too. And, and, do you remember and, the year I lost my voice? Yeah. That was fucking crazy. That's where I dropped my camera. I felt fine. Remember otherwise. I dropped my camera into a, a, a cup of beer? Remember I was no. Like, yeah. Well, the last pictures I took before I ruined my camera was of you. And you were holding it, a beer. And it was the cup of beer that I was like, so, stumble, splash. <laughs> and she's like, is that your camera? I'm like, I don't remember that yeah. at all. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's great because I look at the folder now and the last photo is of you holding a beer smiling. And I'm like, that's because my camera went into the goddamn beer. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was uh, good times. Um, I thought but, your camera fell in the pool. No. Beer. Maybe that was good. It was camera. a beer. It was a glass. It was a cup of beer. Like a plastic cup oh of beer. Oh, my God. I remember very specifically because I just was like, if it had fallen on the ground, I could have fixed it. But Whose beer was it? It was, I think it was yours. It was my beer? <laughs> yeah, I think it was yours. <laughs> it was like I was drinking it and then I put yeah. it down and then you drank. No, no, you had it like this and I was like, I guess I was like this, you know, talking to you while, oh, and then no. I just, it just kind of, oh, whatever. Oh my God. But, um, but yeah, no, uh, I, shit, that's, and that's, yeah, that's, that's another really kind of good question. So like, how do you, um, FetishCon is obviously the biggest convention, maybe the only convention really dedicated to what we do. Uh, in terms of the fetish world, because there's you know there's BoundCon and DomCon and stuff like that. Avn, but Avn <laughs> doesn't really apply to what I do. Right. I mean, if I go to Avn, I'm just gonna be like, I don't mm. know, I'll be like a fly on the wall. No one, you know, no one's gonna notice because I. Who are you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like what you don't do, like, uh. and so, uh, <laughs> so what do you? I mean, um, are you gonna go this year? Well. I was planning on it, um, but I was also thinking that I might take a little break and not go. Mm. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. But if you go, if you do go, would you make it a work trip or more like... If I go, it's going to be totally relaxed. Relaxed. Because the guest of honor thing was really fun, but it was really tiring. You you had to have your own fucking booth. I had my own booth. That's right. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I walked by a couple of times. I think... God, there was a DVD there that you were selling that one of my friends couldn't. He just loved the title. Um, 
I, I won't repeat it. Was it the sea monster? No, it was another one. But, uh, the vampire one? No, no. Oh. It's another one. I'll tell you later. Okay. <laughs> I remember at one point we were at the party and like, fucking Addie was selling this DVD and this is the title and it was hysterical. It was probably just very tongue-in-cheek and sarcastic. Yes. I was just like, yeah, it was very direct. It was, was just like, like this is what this DVD has in it. And I was just like, and I yeah. turned the cover over. I'm like, yep, that's what it is. But it was like really direct. I love that shit. I love right. like I... Like my brother would always go to my brother when he started getting into porn. He'd like write me like texts with like his favorite titles that he saw at whatever store. Like one of them was like uh, Mouth of the Border. I think it was one of his favorite ones. Um, Girls who love it in the doo doo hole. He loved that one. <laughs> he was like, dude, it was volume five. I'm like, yeah, you know, that's a long story to tell. <laughs> you can't just have one Girls who love it in the doo doo hole. <laughs> Um, but anyway, <laughs> they can well, stop the I had, of the king. They had to make that. I happen. know, I know. I had a guy at FetishCon actually walk up to my booth this past year, yeah. and he said, "He's a really old guy," mm-hmm. and he was like, "Do you know any girls that would like shoot boy girl with me?" Oh, and wow. I was like, uh, "Probably." I mean, I was like, "A lot of there aren't very many girls that do boy girl at FetishCon," but I'm like, "There's some," mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and he's like. Well, you know, I gave him a list or whatever. I was like, you might want to contact these girls. But he's like, not enough girls um, do ass licking <laughs> these days. <laughs> and I was like, I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, he was acting as if back in the day, there were tons of girls that did ass licking. But now, girls, right after Pearl girls, Harbor, girls are just way too like good for that now. Right after Pearl <laughs> Harbor, it was ass licking city. <laughs> That's exactly what it seemed like. And I was like, I... Well, we beat the Germans... And then he's talking you about ass to mouth. You walk down the street without getting your ass licked. <laughs> he was talking about like ass to mouth. Oh, really? Was he was like, doing the ATM? Nice. I was like, I, you might How want to go to ABN. How old was the guy? He was like, I mean, he had to be like close to 70. Damn. Good for him. Damn, he was just fucking prowling it. And I was like, you might want to go to ABN. This isn't really the convention. Yeah. For, yeah, you're right. For boy girl, yeah. especially I mean, ass licking. They do. I mean, yeah, you're right. It does happen, but fetish con is fetish con. He was just getting like really upset, oh, and he was like venting to me about it. Oh, that's so sweet. He was doing the, um, you know, the back in my day thing. Yeah. That's, <laughs> exactly. that's awesome. That's that's really cool. It's just I didn't like realize like I would think there'd be more ass licking going on today. No, yeah, apparently, than, than apparently back not. In the day. Back when those kids got murdered at Kent State, ass licking. <laughs> Parades. Oh my god. <laughs> Vietnam. Ass licking everywhere. That's that's when it was like at the, t- at the height. Did you just talk about children getting murdered? No. I'm just saying, you know, there's a lot of hippies and mm-hmm. uh, ass licking. Wow. Wow. Okay. Woodstock. I'm sure. Lots. And I'm like, it might have to do with the fact that you're like 70 years old. <laughs> but he was saying... Maybe that, back but, in the day, he was younger and hotter. Yeah. Was he saying like, maybe they didn't do it to him or he just couldn't get to watch or like... No, he was the one that... He wanted to be the male talent. Well, he was the ass licker. Yes. Oh. He was the ass licky. No, he was getting his ass licked? Yes. Oh. He was talking about not enough girls are licking my ass. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. I hate to break it to you. <laughs> Exactly. I have to break it to you, Pa, but uh, it's just, yeah, those days are over, man. Like, And I almost, I was hesitant to give out girls' names because I was like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know anyone that's going to do that. It's like fucking McCarthyism. Because <laughs> at first he's talking about boy-girl, and I'm like, okay, I know these are the girls that do boy-girl, generally. 
And I was pointing them out, but then he started talking about ass licking, and I'm like... Well, you know what? It could have been worse. He could have been, like, racist. You know, like, in my day, it was, uh, kind of miss it when, you know, yeah. That is another fetish, though. Oh, it is. Uh, we we encountered that one. Um, that's one of the ones that I, I couldn't wrap my head around. We were at FetishCon, I think it was last year. You can't wrap your head around that? I can and I can't. Um, because, to me, racism is such an ugly fucking thing. Like, it's one of those things I've been fighting my but entire life. But it's so life. taboo. It is, but it, it just the nature of it is so different from like standard humiliation. Like one thing is to be like you're just, you know, you're, you're nothing. You're you're nothing compared to me. You're beneath me. You know, you're like mm-hmm. I'm your goddess. You're my slave. That's one thing. But to to sit there and like I there was a girl and like I said, it's your thing. It's your thing. <clears throat> I'm not gonna fucking damn you. But it was a girl walking around last year. Uh, at FetCon and she was dressed kind of like a geisha I believe it was I could be wrong but she was uh, an Asian girl very pretty and she uh, was dressed done up in a very like um, traditional look and she was dragging this uh, black gentleman around who was dressed like a fucking cotton picking slave like with a torn outfit what? yeah with with a, a a chain around his neck I consider it to be sort of progressive at this point, when somebody <laughs> Wait, we got all the way around now. <laughs> when somebody is fetishizing something like so awful like that, it's almost like we're progressive. I don't know do if you, I'm there with you on that one. You, do you not understand where I'm going? I, I understand that you're they're trying to elevate it from what it is to something else, but fuck if I didn't. They're, I remember, they're taking the like the real badness out of it, and they're they're like, trying to untaboo it, I guess. But at the same time, I was like, you could have just been like in leather with like fucking studs or something and been like a slave not an actual like i think that guy might have some cotton in his pocket slave. <laughs> yeah and he was like he had a torn shirt and the field shoes and the fucking torn uh, uh pants and he had i did not see that and he had shackles that's come a long way from the guy that wants to be led around by his dick yeah yeah that guy was a man. welcome change <laughs> yeah. uh but he had shackles on his hands shackles on his feet he was being dragged around by this geisha which i the two I didn't ever put together. <laughs> the geisha and the slave. Yeah, that was weird. Like, I don't think I've ever even read that book. Like, I don't think that, that was a thing. Um, there wasn't a lot of geishas walking around with African-American slaves. And so I remember, like, I saw the geisha. I'm and I was dying like, laughing. I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. I know. It's totally funny. But I was like, I look at the geisha and I'm like, oh, she's beautiful. Look at that. That, that looks very like. And then you like, you, and I you, turn follow, left. you follow the chain. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I honestly did. And I took a picture. And this is what was funny about that is I took the picture because I saw her first. And then you, it's one thing when you look at the screen, you're like, wait, what? And then I look up and I'm like, oh, shit. Because all I saw was like this beautiful girl and there was a guy next to her on the ground. And, you know, you see a lot of people who are subs doing that at FetishCon and at Frolicon and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I fucking couldn't wrap my head around it because I know that, that that is a fetish. And that's one of those things I was talking about earlier in terms of things that you will or will not do. So, one of the things that I know is out there is the racial play in terms of humiliation, racial humiliation. Where you talk to somebody who is either of African-American descent, Jewish descent, whatever, Asian, uh, and this person who is black, who is, um, who is you know, Asian, who is uh, a lot of times gay too. I've heard of these where they, they, they will be like, can you please do a POV video where you are demeaning me and you're calling me these names, these awful things that, that you know, have been tabooed by, by society. Would you say yes to that or would you say no? I have done that. You have? 
Yes. And I was told that I'm very bad at it. <laughs> <laughs> and I took that as a compliment. Good. Wait, why are you bad? Oh, okay. It was the person... The, like the racial stuff. Like the director was like, yeah, you no, could've... I'm not believing it. And I'm like, because I'm not racist. And I'm from Atlanta, which is like the most progressive city I've been to. Oh, Atlanta's an oasis in the sea of shit. Yeah. It's, totally. Everyone keeps saying... You go up like, north and people are way more racist. Yeah, everyone does. One of the old sayings is Atlanta would be fantastic if it weren't for Georgia. And, <laughs> you know, Atlanta, I've been all over the country, and Atlanta is probably one of the most progressive cities. It's got to make you think like how hard it is for people who do it in Hollywood. Like like Benedict Cumberbatch or whoever, or, or um, I don't know who the fuck it was. The guy who plays Magneto. Um, what the hell is his name? Michael Ian McKellen. No, wait, the other one, the younger one, uh, Michael Fassbender. So he, I haven't seen 12 Years a Slave yet, but I hear he plays brutal slave master and you gotta wonder like those guys like how do you do that how do you go out you know there's a black actor a very well known black like there's, there's a I forgot what his name was um fuck the, the guy the main guy in uh, 12 Years a Slave Achuatel Ejiofor I think is his name um, I haven't seen that I haven't seen it either I can't it's hard for me to watch movies like that because I get so angry I kind of like want to start punching things <laughs> yeah. but how do you do that? Like, how do you go on stage and you talk to this person like, and they're both British, you know? Like, it's I mean, exactly. it's crazy to be like, all right, yeah. you know, so I'm, okay, I have to call you this and then I'm going to have to whip you with that. And he's like, all right. You know, like, it, it's yeah. acting, but to a degree, like, you have to, you have, see, you had a hard time with it. And you've been classically trained. And they wanted me to do like a Jew hating thing. I've heard of that one too. I can't do that. I heard one, I actually had, I'm not going to name names, but I had a yeah. girl. I couldn't do it. I was in a room when that was being done. And I actually, I remember I was sleeping. And I woke up to it. And I woke up to hearing this stuff. And at first I thought I was having a weird dream. I was like, why is someone screaming all these racial epithets in my... They were screaming it? <laughs> well, yelling it at the camera. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, you little this, you little that. Well, I honestly, like, with, with the Jewish thing, I didn't know what to say. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> what? Like... <laughs> you, don't even know the ra- you don't even know the racist terms. No. And, I mean... <laughs> Atlanta doesn't have a lot of Jewish people. There's a few, but they're like concentrated. But yeah, you're right. And I'm not familiar with what the stereotypes are. Really. Oh no! So I was just like, <laughs> what? Okay. And I've had two boyfriends that have been Jewish. So. So you're just like reaching, like trying yeah, to like, no. like, man. I bet One of them really... is currently here. I bet... <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So. Uh... <laughs> I, I never, yeah. The I, black I, stuff was easier. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> like, no, just easier because I know the stereotypes better. And yeah, that's, but been, it wasn't... that's been kind of like, that's been more popularized by like movies and, and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and you know what went, when, you know, what went on back then. There's not, I mean, with the exception of stuff like, like war films, like there's not a lot of movies about specific anti-Semitism. Mm-hmm. Um, unless you, what's that movie with Brendan Fraser where he was like, School ties or something like that. That was the only <laughs> That's one. That's so old school. That's the wow. only one. That was the only one that I saw. And remember, I remember as a kid going like, "People hated Jewish people. Why? Like, I don't get it. Like, yeah. I didn't understand what the animosity was, and I still don't to this day. Like, whenever I see a movie where someone's like, "Well, he's Jewish," I'm like, "So?" I guess it was tied in religion <laughs> or something, but I don't know. But anyway, so. So yeah, so I guess to answer that question, <laughs> I like, don't know. yeah, uh, but that—that's another one of the aspects of the fetish world that I, I, I wasn't happy with, because I was like, really, this is a thing. But then you have to put yourself in the shoes. Yeah, but it's all a fantasy. Whoever's it's like ordering it. Yeah. And then like maybe this is the twisted only twisted 
This well, is the thing that gets them off. Is well, it? I mean, think of it as a coping mechanism. You've got a lot of people who have stuff that either they might be a scapegoat or an underdog or something Like a small else. penis humiliation thing. Exactly what That's I was getting That's a good example. At. I mean... So they're taking if, that thing that they know that is true about them and... and channeling it into something that turns them, turns them on. on. That's yeah. a good point. And that's another thing that I've seen a lot of. I think, I don't know if Jacqueline's done some. I know Jamie's done some. Where it's the, uh, the, the, the uh, what is it, the masturbation instruction, but with the small, the small penis. Small penis, yeah. Inter- interjected as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, there's just so much shit. And I think that's one of the things that, let's, I'll bring it back to where we started. So one of the things I think that we're very lucky to be able to do is even record this. Because, like, think about, like, back in the day, no one could talk about this shit. Like, you can sit around with your family or even your friends and go like, hey, man, I really like the fact that I have a small dick and I want to hear girls tell uh, tell me how small it is and then teach me how to jerk off. Woo! You couldn't do that. <laughs> you couldn't do that. Your friends would fucking ostracize you. And now it's like you can go online, you can order a custom, you can have that release, which brings me to the point where we've both done stuff that people can call necro. Even if like the stuff that I do is very tongue in cheek, and the stuff that you do is very tongue in cheek, the stuff that Jacqueline does is very much campy. But there's people who do really intense necro shit. Do you mm-hmm. think that kind of material is a negative, or do you think it's more of a positive in terms of like channeling that energy towards that is, something? That's such a hard call. Yeah, I mean that's yes. why I ask it because I, I mean not all the questions can be easy. <laughs> yeah, I know. What's your favorite color, Eddie? Um. <laughs> Red, me too. <laughs> No, like yeah. seriously. Like, do you think it's if a bad that thing? Is some, if, if there are people, which obviously there are, that have a propensity towards that fetish, mm. and these videos are going to satisfy them, and that so they won't actually act out these fetishes. Yeah. Then that's that's a good that's a positive thing. So of I course. had I had a, a customer of mine. I, his name is Mike. That's all I can say. I'll say Mike because his other name is really. But he um, he explained it to me one day. His side of it, and it actually made sense in a weird way, because he said, uh, well, he was like, well, one of the things I I hate is that they paint everything so black and white. As in, like, oh, I like some of the necro stuff, which means I must be into the idea of, of taking someone's life. And he was like, I'm not at all. He's like, I love people. I love the world. I never want to do that. I, I hate death. Um, but when he grew up, he was watching a movie and it was uh, a western or some shit. I don't remember the actual details, but it was like a girl uh, in a saloon. You know, she. she I've t- talked to some of these fans. Yeah. And they seem like the sweetest people. Yeah, and she tries to run away from it's like. Weird. So there was a girl in a saloon trying to run away from a gunfight, but she gets caught in the gunfire. So of course her body's writhing back and forth. He's wearing a really cute dress or something, and so in his brain, that's what became sexy. It wasn't that mm-hmm. she was dying. He knew that it was as an actress. He knew this wasn't a real person getting shot. It was just the movement, the body motion, whatever she was wearing, the expressions, which of course, you know, everyone goes like death and sex are like, boom, because, you know, it's that, uh, you know, like everyone like this, the faces you make during death, sex. Death, sex, fighting. Yeah. It's all. They call it the, well, sex is called the, the, the le petit mort, which means that's the worst French I've ever spoken. But it means the, the little death. An orgasm is the little death. It means like the small. That? Yeah. Little death. It's one of the things that I, the, I. Please don't quote me on this, but le petit mort, morte, I don't know, but it means the little death and it's an orgasm. It's a French take on it. So when you, wow. when you have an orgasm, it's a little slice of death because it's like, 
your body secretes the same things that your 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 body does right before you you pass and stuff like that. And so this wow. guy went on. To, he he explained all this shit. He was typing it out and he was just like, you know, I don't really want to see people die. I just think it's sexy when a girl's body is doing this, and it's because of that. And I hope that sex is so complicated. It's fucking crazy. And like you said, there was a. Um, and Jesus Christ, uh, we were just talking about your previous fetish work where you were shooting stuff where like, I have no idea where this comes from. But you do it because you know it had to come from somewhere. What was the, we were talking about the, like the BBBW stuff and like the, mm. um, um, I just assume it comes from something, something that happened when you were young. Or... Yeah. And so this, that, that brings me to, uh, one of our final questions in the final round of this game show. <laughs> um, uh, and I asked this, uh, uh, Levi, Evangeline, Carrie, uh, Jacqueline as well. Um, how is there anything that you particularly, and you're welcome to, to shun the question if you want to, but I always find it very interesting because like a lot of what I shoot is like, well not a lot, but some of what I shoot is stuff that I like. You know, I like the sleepy fetish. Like I like the wrestling fetish. I grew up pro wrestling fan and female wrestling fan. So I try to incorporate a lot of that into it because I, I like to have fun when I shoot it. I don't want to mm -hmm. just shoot something that, that someone else thinks is awesome and I think sucks. I'm not like just doing this to avoid the nine to five. Exactly. So what, <laughs> obviously, I'm a very sexual person. Exactly. So what are you? What what elements do you put into your shoots because you like them, not necessarily because a customer likes them? Generally, I like the domination stuff. Um, I guess that's kind of everything, though. Mm -hmm. In terms very, of you being dominated, general. Um, I I like to be dominated mostly. It's okay. But. I like to dom as well, but I like the power play. So you have this, you have a switch mentality. Yeah. Okay. No, that's probably like seventy thirty. Oh, okay. Like I like being seventy dumb. seventy top or I like seventy being bottom. Seventy bottom. Okay. With thirty top. Um, maybe even less than that. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I like power play. Um, but specifically, if there's like little things. Mm -hmm. That we're talking about, um, yeah, like little... I, like my spe my specific fetishes that you're asking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. because we are living, we, we do this for a living, and you you kind of feel like you're lucky to be able to create the stuff that you could interject your own personal taste into. Yeah, and I think with some people with fetish, it's like just about that fetish. Mm -hmm. For me, it's sex, but it's like stuff like added to it. Mm -hmm. So and by definition, it's not fetish but it's fetishistic yeah fetishistic sex because fetish i mean people don't even remember this most of the time but fetish it means like you have to have it in order to get off yeah and i've met tickle fans that i've talked to tickle fans i've met them too mm -hmm. <laughs> <Like a> fetish <laughs> but um that are like not into sex they just like tickling, just like tickling. so or some people are there's, not into actual sex. There's guys who have to have a girl wear a specific kind of pantyhose and they're mm -hmm. interacting just to be able to reach orgasm. And that is a fetish. Yeah. But for I like guy-girl sex. <laughs> yeah. Like straight up. <laughs> so what are the things that you like to decorate that with? That um, I like spanking. Spanking's good. All right. Duct tape. Nice. Um, I realize that like I really like duct tape on my mouth. Mm -hmm. um, I dated I a girl once who liked to be silenced. During sex, it was yeah. like literally like shut the fuck up, and That's I immediately fun too. my brain went to like mm -hmm. oh I kind of can tell where this came from. Silence, yeah. slapped, mm -hmm. controlled. Yeah, I like to be controlled. And now that stuff that you like to experience. Is there anything that when you're behind the camera you go like I really want to see this, or I think it'd be cute or be sexy to see this, 
or are you more of an experience-based player? Probably the latter. But... Oh, wait, the sound is my dog. <laughs> <laughs> she's so cute. I know, but we're like, is Addie like, just kind of crawling around? No, she's oh, not. There's a thing with, like, with models. I don't know. It's like sometimes we don't want to admit what we actually like. It seems like you're giving away some power when you do that. So if you don't yeah. want to, that's fine. But I, No, I... no, like, like to each other. Like, I don't oh. mind talking about it now, but, like, I don't know. If models will just giggle about it and they'll be like, oh yeah, <laughs> we're just doing this as the fetish that we're shooting. And it's like, we don't, we don't, we don't talk about like what we're really into. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's really personal. That's very common. Yeah. And whereas guys uh, who are in the fetish scene will be a little more open with each other. You think so? I think so. Like, especially fetish con, I've had people come up to me like, so, hey, super kid. So, you know, you shoot this, this and that. What are you into? And I'm like, oh, you know. Because it's like, more acceptable for guys yeah. to be into things. That's something you can talk like about that. over some beers. And be like, oh, yeah, I love when a girl does this or when this happens or, where, you know, this. I you think know. that, yeah, that makes sense. Girls don't want to admit it. If it, they're into something fetishy. I felt that it feels to them like they're giving away some of that that unspoken control and power that they have. I don't think that's the case. I, I disagree with that. I think the world would be a better place if we could all just be like, this is what I like. Yeah. This is what I dig. And and I, I shouldn't be judged for it. And uh, I just, it just, it's like, you know, why is that caterpillar green? Like, you know, why is that bird red? That's just the way I kind of became what I am. And mm -hmm. I'm glad you're one of the few actual uh, people that have responded to that question. We've we've had I've talked to people at, at cons and stuff like, and other models. But I'm like, is there anything about this that you really find interesting on a, on a on a fetishistic or sexual level? And they're always trying to kind of back away from that question because they get. And a I little, think a yeah. lot of stuff is person based. Like the person that I'm with right now, mm -hmm. I've explored a lot more things than I ever have. Um, and it was good. a lot of things that like I've shot in the past and I wouldn't think that I would be into, but it's because I'm so into him. Then you want I, to make him happy. I've started, so. yeah. And I've started exploring all those things that I would do on camera. Good. That's great. With him. That's good. So. And that, that does, that does became, I mean, like the thing is we, I think one of the biggest misconceptions is that fetishes happen when you're young. And then they, that's it. You can never get a new one. I think as long as you're alive, you can discover something else that you love. Mm -hmm. You know, whether it's a book or a movie or skydiving or whatever. You know, it's like it's, this is my new passion. It could it could always continue to grow. And I think that women in the business that I've spoken to, I'm not trying to generalize, feel that if they discuss it, then it gives a w little bit too much away. You know, like it it pulls the curtain back too far on their you know like the whole Wizard of Oz thing. It's just like, they don't want people to know what they're actually thinking. I, I, I can I, see that. I don't feel that way, though. No, no, no. I know you don't. But I, I, it's funny because I will talk to girls and they'll just clam up. And when I say, hey, so what What of what of all the stuff that you shoot do you actually like? Oh, well, I'll just shoot it for money. And I'm just like, really? <laughs> like, none of this you find sexy? Because there's some stuff that's really, really kind of hot to just even the, the layman. And, and you would say that none of this appeals to you? And they'll do it because I think it's they just don't want to give away that part of themselves. And I understand that, too. But one of the things I liked about you as a person is, you, like I said, we talked about earlier, you don't have that filter. You know, if I ask you a direct question, you will reply. So that's one of the things Jacqueline was like, you need yeah. to get Addie on one of these podcasts. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can ask her a question, you know she's going to be like, you're not going to mince words. You know? Why would I ever be ashamed of being human? Mm -hmm. Of having a sexuality? That's... 
That's exactly of being right. unique in that. Like, why would I ever be ashamed of that? I don't understand why people would be. And I, like I said, I've dealt with people who have <laughs> a more closed off um, attitude towards it, and I respect it. But one of the things I've always liked about you as a model, as a person, um, is that you just will kind of, like, if I ask you a question, you're just going to be like, yeah, this is what I like, this is what I dig, or I had fun, or I don't like this person, or I do like this person. You're, like, you're not going to suddenly go try to, like... I'm not going to talk about people I don't like on here. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, there goes our next question. Addy, who do you not like? That's mean. No, 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 no. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, uh, so, and let's see, uh, so there's more questions that are pouring in, but, and uh, in the wide, wide field of fetishes you work in, which is your favorite, but I think we already discussed that, right? I mean, you don't really have one favorite. No, because, you know, I like variety. Exactly. And that. Um, okay, so let me see if there's anything else that we can ag- uh, address, but I've, I've had a fucking blast. This has been really fun. I can address that girl clothing, especially pants, will have fake pockets. That's what I'm knowing right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I realized earlier. Uh, do you have any questions for me at all? Like anything from you to me? I had some earlier. Oh, I asked you like, I asked you a couple. Like um, producer or friend or whatever. I don't care. If you got recognized, I remember I thought. Yeah. Uh, what else? We are at that wine level, I think. Like, oh my god, like. it's like two bottles empty. Mm-hmm. How did this happen? Oh, well, there's like three people. <laughs> three people. Just two. We're adults. Okay. At a bottle per cool. person, it's less respectable. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, eh, eh, so. But three people killing two bottles, totally acceptable. <laughs> Any questions? Um, what are your personal fetishes? <laughs> Um, well, we kind of discussed a little bit of those. Um, um, God, when I was a kid, the <clears throat> the the female wrestling stuff kicked in early because I remember seeing it and I was just like, "Oh my God, women aren't supposed to be violent! Like they're nurturing creatures, you know, like mothers and aunts, you know, stuff like that." Like you you don't think of that, but here you are, like it's three in the morning, your parents have gone to bed, and you're with your siblings watching pro wrestling that goes on. Like there's a show, there was a, a sequence of shows that would go on to like three in the morning every Saturday night, and we were, you know, we were kids, not allowed to really go out and party, so we would just watch pro wrestling. I became a huge fan of like the theatrics of it, and it wasn't all sexual. It was all just like mostly it was just like, oh my god, I love like Ric Flair and I love like Hulk Hogan. Like they're just awesome. But then the female wrestling kicked in, and it was like. As a kid, I was very kind of confused because I was like, it's the same thing <laughs> as Hulk Hogan and Junkyard Dog. And I was like, awesome moves. They, but there were females that I, was, I wasn't sure if I was attracted to. I was a kid. So it just kind of stuck in my brain. And then as I got older, then I watched it again, like shows like Glow, Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling that came out like in the 90s where like the girls were dressing like... I don't remember any of that. Well, you were... I, well, I, mean, I think I'm older than you. I'm way older. But like Glow was like... You think? Yeah, glow was yeah, glow was one of those things where like it was like '90s wrestling campy stuff. So it was like girls were wearing like really. Shiny and that was on like clothes. regular TV. No, not anymore. It was just it came out in the night early '90s. No, like was it on regular TV though? Yeah, it was on channel like it was on what? Girls wrestling in lingerie? No, not lingerie. Oh no, no, that's now like that. Well, that was like, okay. I think WWE did that like many years ago. But it was basically like this guy created his own stable of female wrestlers and it was like they were dressed in like everything from like Jungle Girl to like, you know, there's one huge woman who was dressed like as a fucking, um, I don't know, they call her Big Bad Mama, she looked like a biker. 
And then there's these little, you know, tinier, prettier girls who were dressed in like hot, like really t- like shiny spandex. And was it like the kind of stuff that you shoot? No, because I combined. I, I, I took a little bit of the glow campiness, but I combined it with the stuff that I used to watch when I was younger that was real pro wrestling, the old school like okay. flips and slams. And so stuff is like it that. sort of catfighty? No. Like that, and I actually, when I started getting to the age where I could sneak into like porn shops, they had catfight videos and I would check them out and it was just boring as shit. Like just girls rolling around pulling hair was, did nothing for me. I liked the, 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 the ro- professionalism. Yeah. Of it. The role play of like being able to actually execute this certain move or being able okay. to, to, to sell it and make it look real. And like, you know, and so not just like girls slapping each no, other. And- no, like girls slapping each other and rolling around in mud. Nothing, nothing. At all, but like to me, like the, the technicality of pro wrestling, I thought it wasn't even like it was sexy, but at the same time, it was very impressive on a weird like brain level because I was like, you know, you really have to work hard to make this sell this shit to people to make people believe that this thing actually hit, you know, even though in reality mm-hmm. you barely touched. But obviously, the outfits, like I love, I, I love the, the, the you know the bikinis, the one pieces, the spandex, you know, it, and that's what kind of made it. For me, was like I didn't want to do nudity. I didn't want to do lingerie. I wanted to make it look like the stuff that was back in the eighties. Honey, lingerie actually covers up the same amount as True. bikini, though. <laughs> True, but it's it's the athletic <laughs> cut that, that yeah. people like, and mm-hmm. people have come out of the woodwork and tell me like I'm glad you never went that route. You never did the the you know because you can wear a bikini out in public. Lingerie, Anything, yeah. you have to wear in your house. Exactly, and for some reason, yeah, for some reason, and like people just. <laughs> Like the idea of there's this girl next door who looks like you said, like the girl that you ran into at a supermarket or the girl you used to date in high school, and here she is wearing like a cute one piece suit and and boots, and now she's doing the thing that I like, but she's not like a teased up kind of Playboy style model. So it was. But you've shot a lot of women like that as well. I have as well. Yeah, I have. Mm-hmm. I do not discriminate. I'm just like you know, we've had girls that come in that are L.A. models. Um, who really do like to be dolled up, and I'm like, there's do it. definitely a market for that. Oh hell yeah! But then they're like, oh, do you want me to wear like this little thong? Like, look at Angela Summers. Oh shit! You know, I mean, well, she's ridiculous. <laughs> that girl's beautiful. like, that girl's like a, that, yeah, she's like something out of a book or a movie. It's it's great. Like Jackie has you know the biggest like girl crush on her. She's like, and they they crush on each other. It's so cute. They when they hang out, they're like they're like sisters. It's it's great. But like, yeah. So for me, I was I guess. Where I come from, it's very benign. Like, it's not at all, like, weird. Like, I mean, I think the sleepy fetish also comes into it. So, like, there's a, there's that whole knockout fetish to me that 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 appeals into to it. me, too. Exactly. So I started combining it with the wrestling. And at the time that I was getting into it, a lot of the wrestling videos that were out there were very much like, roll, roll, roll around, pull hair, someone taps out, that's it. And there wasn't a whole lot of, like, sleeper holds, knockouts, stuff like that. So when I started shooting, I was like, well, let me incorporate more of that into it. And when they did, people once again came out of the woodwork. In so, the, the stuff that you watched, they didn't have knockouts? Not really. No, there really oh. wasn't any of that around. Okay. Um, occasionally, a girl would get slammed on the ground so hard that she would just kind of lay there and be kind of dazed. That's as close as you can get to getting a knockout from wrestling. Otherwise, you would have to go to actual sleepy fetish, which I don't even think was that around back then. Because uh, sleepy fetish was like kind of a taboo. It, it, it's getting better now, but like back then, it was like, oh my god. An unconscious girl, like ooh, weird. Now it's like everywhere. Um, <laughs> like you'd have to like go buy videos and like fast forward just to see. That's it. like every morning with my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> it's like just check the arm, but um, 
But yeah, I mean, I, I at some point I think I'm going to do a podcast where I just really go into in depth into it, like more like into what I am into and what started it. But like, yeah, it's my stuff. It like compared to a lot of people, I'm pretty vanilla. I mean, I just I that's one of the reasons I think I have done well is because I've stuck to my guns and not gone towards the obvious. Like, there's so many companies that do the nudity. I mean, there's like King.com, Ultimate Surrender, Double Trouble. Like, those guys do it way better than I could ever do it. I, I would not know how to shoot a completely nude wrestling shoot. I would you be, have, you have like, positions sometimes where you fall face down ass up. Yeah. And you won't even, like, get behind the ass. Like, no. <laughs> I've had about, girls, yeah, I've had girls like, why don't you, come on. I, like, I'll think about, like, the there. pornography angle because I've shot so much pornography yeah. being behind the camera. And I'm like, why is he not like getting that shot? Like, I don't get it. I mean, I've, I've gone. You'll, you'll do like a quick pan over it. I'll do yeah. I'll do a thing where I'm like panning over here, and then I'll get to the face and like pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it gives them just enough so they want to come back for more. It's like when Charity Banks thought a pile driver was a sex move. Well, that was a whole other thing. That shit was hysterical. But uh, <laughs> that's a story for another day, folks. No, but great. um, um, but yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> I continue to explore my own tastes, and uh, but at the same time, I really like to, to please the fans and give them what they want to see. That uh, to me, to a lot of the fans, pro wrestling and porn is kind of like religion and porn. They don't want to mix the two, so they're like, "I want it's my, like food and sex." Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like I don't want, don't put ice on me. Like fuck that shit. Um, <laughs> so with pro wrestling, they just want to see the wrestling. They just want to see a, a winner, a loser. No one gets their clothes taken off. And like I said, nothing wrong about that, but it's just not something that I'm, I'm going to do because someone else out there has already done it way better than I ever could. Uh, you did a video for your company at my house way back in the day. You and Candle did a completely nude catfight video. Yeah, and would you believe that only last year I released that? What? It was one of those videos. It was a custom, and I sent it to the customer. Holy shit. And I just had it sitting around. And it took forever to edit because it was like really long. It was like a 60-minute video. I remember that. Yeah. And I finally released it. And I remember in it like was, five it was, parts or something. <clears throat> but you asked me to shoot it, and I yeah. was trying to step. Because it was a lot of wrestling moves that I hadn't, I didn't know how to do. And I was yeah. trying to step outside the box and go like, how do we, I? Yeah, we were naked. I was trying to like, how do I film this? Like, how would I, fi- how would I film it versus how does she? Sorry. How does she? <laughs> damn it! Uh, how does she want me to film it? And it was weird. I kind of like found a middle ground where I was like, okay, I know you wanted to be more sexy, but at the same time, I wanted to show off the moves. So. Yeah, it was very, it was very wrestling based, but also. But there was like a spanking scene at the end. Right. Holy shit! You just released that. <laughs> I did. Do you remember the custom that? Um, I don't know if you got it, but it was Eliza and I, and we had to like punch each other in the face. But then we had to make out in the shower. Yes, yes. And I gave you that other half. I can't release this. So we did a like and the, my video, and it way weird. It was abrupt. It was like they fight in the bedroom, punch, 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 end. And then I <laughs> it was, was like, your video. Yeah, and I said like, if you want to see the rest, go to you know. And I put the clips for sale stores or something like that, and they went to go look it up there. But that uh, makes sense though. I mean, I mean, it totally makes sense. I mean, making love and fighting are like very carnal things. We were I, like punching each other, and then we were like sweetly making out. Yeah, something out. making out. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was pretty sexy. I was just like, "Holy shit, this is a weird dynamic." But it wasn't something I could sell, so mm-hmm. I was like, "I'm gonna let you have this, and then um, I'll just keep the, the fighting <laughs> stuff that suddenly stops for no reason." 
But people bought it. People still, like, that whole series is still selling. It's the exhaustion series where, like, the girls are so tired. They can barely, <laughs> barely, and, like, think that's one of the things where we skate the line because, like, these guys are just like, oh, my God, the girls are so tired and they're making these sexy noises and that's kind of what brings them into it. But I don't know. You never know, man. I've had videos sell just because a girl's leg was hooked the right way <laughs> or someone's hair was, you know, across the face the right way. So you never know. But, you uh, teaching me some of these moves, and this is totally random, mm -hmm. has really helped me in my sessions. Really? Because I did a figure for a leg lock for someone. Nice. Are you still doing? Are you still doing the uh, the sessions? Mm -hmm. Is it more like local, or you have to like travel? There's not a whole lot of session opportunities in Atlanta that I've found. I found the same way. Yeah, um, a lot of girls that ask me when I travel. Yeah, but I had a guy who's like, "Do you know how to do a figure for a leg lock?" I'm like, "Yes, I do." Yes. Thanks to Sleeper Kid. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks to, to Sleeper Kid teaching it to me like nine times. And I finally got it. That one took me about nine times to learn. Yeah, so, it's hard. Rick Flair's a man. Yeah, that's a tough one. Um, but uh, So we're going to wind it down. Um, I think we have some hanging out to do and chilling out. But guys, thank you for listening. Uh, this, is gonna, I, this has been one of my favorites because it's always amazing to talk to you because you're so – you just don't have any – Oh. Yeah, you, you, I can, I can ask you a question. I know I'm not going to get bullshit. You know, I've had conversations with people where I, I'm like, this is not at all what you feel. Like, like they have to have that filter. <laughs> but um, for uh, those of you, once again, uh, who know who Addie Juniper is, you know where her sites are. Um, uh, otherwise, you can look her up. If you can, they can Google you at this point, right? Yeah, they can go to junipermovies.com. That goes to my clips for sale. Junipermovies.com? Yeah. There you go. So uh, that will give you a link directly to clips for sale, and you have, God, pages and pages of stuff, right? Yeah. A lot. Tons of stuff. That's awesome. For like 11 years. Holy shit. Um, <laughs> so whatever you're looking for, uh, it's a good chance that Addie's done it, and she's done it very oh, well. Oh, and I have a membership site that I just released com. Sweet. Well, that's, it has all my fetish stuff on it. That one's and you way, can yeah. join it for like, you know, one monthly fee. And so it's just it's just like all your clips there or like Yeah. Okay. That's like everything. Well guys, uh so it's Juniper Movies, you said dot com? Mm hmm And then Juniper Movies and Addie Juniper. And Addie Juniper dot com. So please check it out. Um and uh this is uh one of those friendships I've always treasured and I'm glad that you're back in town and I'm glad that we can like actually hang out. Uh, so that Me will too. that will happen a lot more, and we'll we'll do more uh, shoots. Uh, not this month because I'm fucking taking a break because you guys are killing me. Um, but uh, <laughs> and you have lots and lots of models. So. I know, right? We're like no, but we're definitely gonna have you come in because um, it's it's always like mixing like. The only time I can get him to shoot me is if I bring a new model. <laughs> <laughs> not I'm true. Kidding. Not true. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You did shoot with Serena and. Um, uh, who was it? Last one, Serena and Ella. Ella. That's what it was, Ella. Yeah. Yeah. But that um, was great. but we will um we will be back soon with another uh, podcast. For now, this has been fucking amazing. I'm uh, looking forward to the next one. But uh, thank you very much, Garrett, for sitting here and just staring at us doing this stupid shit. <laughs> <laughs> but we do love you guys. Uh, without the fans, um, we'd be just performing in front of a camera and putting the tapes away from We would you. probably just have other jobs. Yeah. We'd be delivering, delivering pizza. We'd be <laughs> delivering pizza for, uh, yeah. for diabetic um, insurance companies. And we wouldn't have our sexual outlet yes. that we do. We would not. Yeah. Our families would be very happy with us. Um, <laughs> yes. All right. Our so families would thank us. From us to you guys. 
Say goodbye. Bye. Adios, guys. And you guys are awesome. Yes, we love you. Keep buying our shit. <laughs>